good? Live! Yeah! Hello and welcome to another episode of Read a Comic Book. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. Happy New Year, guys yes. and gals. Hey, yeah, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2018. Hopefully this year is a lot less shitty. Oh my god. I saw a comic that just said it all. It was like this little kid drawing. And he opens the door for 2016, and a punch comes out and just hits him. And he walks up to another door, and it's 2017. He opens the door, and you just see that fist come out and whack him again. And then he's just staring at the 2018 door, and instead of going for it, he just kind of folds his arms. He's like, no, no not happening. I've learned. I'm not opening that I door. I know this. Everybody died in 2016. Right. The country died in the, 2017. Went away. <laughs> what left is there to die? The sun. Yeah, just the sun. But, um... No, unfortunately, we we uh, don't live in that world, so we have to welcome it in. So yes. here, here we are. So, uh, but we're 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 gonna talk about the good of two thousand seventeen. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the good things that comic books have accomplished. Yes. Uh, so we've well, first off, we officially started uh, this podcast in March. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we tried. Oh, in wow. Yeah, February, we did. We tried, <laughs> and it, it it didn't record. And I spent a good 45 minutes trying to fix it. Oh, man. That first time. It ended That's up funny. just being the three of us hanging out. Yeah, but, which is fine. But now everything is uh, is working and we are doing episodes a lot. I think, I would say, dare I say religiously. Yes. Yes, it's... it's uh, we are committed to this. Whether or not it's just for us to hang out and, and put stuff on right. on the internet like the rest of the I'm, world. I'm treating it like a book club with yeah. a podcast. Yeah. We read a set amount of of comics, we all read the same ones, and then we discuss them. Yeah, uh, which is basically what a book club is. Yeah, we just <laughs> so, you know, we just instead use... of tea, we do Mountain Dew. Yeah, right. Uh, and <laughs> instead of cigarettes, we're all high. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes, uh, yes, most sometimes. of the time for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to give you an out. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Come and get me, comics. Come on, internet whatever. Genius. I'm doing the hard stuff. Weed. <laughs> Weed and rock star, right? Monster, Monster I'm asshole. so sorry. I, I knew you were going to say something to me because I saw the can. I was like, oh, no. Unless Monster. Rockstar wants to start sponsoring us. And yeah. Yes, of course they drink Rockstar. Dude, that, I would actually drink it. Maybe. Right? Maybe. You know I'm weird with that stuff. <laughs> 2018 will be the year that we try and get sponsors. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome, man. Right? So we can get free stuff. Like the loot crate stuff. Loot crates, uh, maybe a soundboard, so we don't have to use your computer and break it. <laughs> right. Yeah, eventually that shit's going to go. Old computer. Like, we'll figure it out, but you know. Uh, but 2017 was a really good year for comics. Good especially year for comics. Like, the big two usually has, like, a lot of standout comics, the big two being Marvel and DC, but the indies really came out oh strong this year, too. They so did. So, let's uh, let's start with uh, the characters and and. The ones that we kind of latched on. Now, uh, warning, uh, we're not like actually ranking these in yeah, like specific. This, well, this one had these kind of stands. Yeah, no, we had no criteria besides what we liked. Yeah, it's that what I was it. super this excited to read. What I was really looking forward to each year. Yeah, or each each week. I yeah, say. whenever Wednesday came out, I checked my poll list. It's on there. Pull, yep, cool. There it is. We're good to go. So that that was our criteria. And that's kind of how our podcast rolls. So yeah. I think that that is about par for the course. Yeah. We're not, Technical people. None of us have a background in writing except for Heath, of course. Right. <laughs> he left us. No. <laughs> uh, he'll like, be back. I'm going to cry to my hanky. <laughs> I have a hanky. Uh, so we saw a lot of new characters pop up this year. Yes. Uh, so let's start with uh, best new character of the year. Who was yours? 
Best new character of the year. What page was that? I wrote uh, these out. Down, down. Uh, there. there you go. All right. I'm on. Uh, Anthony is very organized. I know this podcast sounds jumbled, but Anthony actually sends me a, a thing to fill out every almost every week, and it's it's helpful because I am scattered as hell. Right. Like, I will go on tangents. Like before this podcast started, we talked for 20 minutes about the video games and shit. He's <laughs> catching up on other stuff. Yeah, just catching up on life, you know. Uh, but um, uh, so Anthony sent this awesome list out uh, with some some very simple questions about the year. Uh, one of them was best new character, and for me, I have a feeling you're gonna go with it. But I picked Nadia Prime. Oh, okay. All right, picked, the new the I new wasp. The new wasp. I thought she was delightful. It was an awesome tank. I'm sad that the series got canceled. Uh, uh, which seems yeah. to be a running theme for strong female characters featuring in a comic book. Especially with those smart solicitations yes. that came out. Uh, Damn. So, Hawkeye's gone. I know. I, uh, I don't want to talk about that. No. Uh, but yes, that Nadia. That actually bummed me out. Uh, <laughs> Nadia, I thought, was awesome. So, Nadia's uh, great because like, she has all the makings of like uh, N- uh, Natasha. Yes. She's Black Widow. She went to the same yeah, place. Yeah, and they exactly. explained it so simply. Yeah, yeah she, she was in the she, science division. She's just nice about it. Yeah, she's nice about it. And instead of training to uh, uh, be a hardcore assassin, she got trained to be a hardcore science assassin. <laughs> so, you know, she is an assassin with an incredibly strong science background. Yeah. Uh, her and Peter Parker bantering in the Avengers titles. Yeah. Probably some of my favorites because Parker is actually not... You know, compared to all the other scientists, yeah. he's kind of lower on the totem pole. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Peter got Parker Industries during Superior Spider-Man yes. when Doc Ock, yeah. one of the smartest people in the universe. And that's still one of my favorites. Uh, Probably Superior Spider-Man. Uh, uh, Superior Spider-Man, uh, along with the company uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man, some <laughs> of my favorites uh, from previous years. But yeah, I mean, Doc Ock, uh, and that, I love that his revenge was just because Peter ruined his business. Right. Like, oh, God, you Come idiot. on. But that's why Peter can't have nice things. But anyway, Nadia Pine, uh, one of my favorite new characters this year, and I hope we see more of her. I know she will probably pop up in uh, Avengers and Champions, probably, if we're yeah. lucky. Oh, but, yeah. Um, hopefully they'll do some more stuff with her. Uh, for me, my I, Nadia Pym was definitely on, Pym, uh, uh, on the list for me because uh, she's such a fun character. But I had to go with Gabby Kinney. Oh, yeah! From Wolverine, also known as... The honey badger. The honey badger. Her new which name. Is perfect. First off, when she takes on that name and she's like, I love the name, and it's just all the iconic oh Wolverine right. posters. You just uh, see covers, all the, the covers, but it's her. Honey badger. Gabby has been one of the most delightful characters in comics of recent memory for me. Uh, especially like when her and Deadpool. That was, I thought you would say that that banter oh, was amazing. Her and Deadpool were so good together. They hate uh, each other for like a quick two minutes, and then it's just them giving each other shit the entire time. Yeah, and then they just gossip with each other when yeah. when uh, uh, Laura and Logan are sitting there talking yeah. about their past, and he's like, "What did you do? You don't want to hear about it." Oh no, oh, no, it's so good. Uh, and I mean, who who can't love? A little girl with a pet Wolverine. Right. Like, and, 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 like it's just great. It's great. Uh, because Laura... They dropped the whole Wolverine, to- Jonathan talking thing, too. Right. That just kind of went away. I think enough. there was too much backlash. Like, no, don't make the Wolverine yeah, just, talk. Just let him be a Wolverine. Let him be a Wolverine. Uh, because Laura, uh, formerly X-23, now Wolverine, uh, she, she was... That title has been awesome. The all-new Wolverine oh, yeah. title. That's been very consistent. Uh, and she's very dark and... and very much like Logan was, 
So Gabby added this like much needed levity, and even in the crossover with her and Hawkeye, uh, where uh, Kate walks into the bar and sees oh, Gabby yeah. and everybody fighting, like just uh, Kate at one point says, uh, "She's just the best thing ever." Laura's <laughs> like, "Yeah, everybody yeah, says that." Everyone says that. She's very like, yeah. I, so Gabby is is uh, probably is my favorite. That's uh, awesome. Did you have any runner-ups? I was thinking uh, Blind Spot, just because I don't know much about Blind Spot. To my knowledge, this is Blind Spot was a big, really fun character. Big break for him. Uh, and honestly, uh, I liked Blind Spot a lot, especially uh, when he came back. Yeah, in, in one of the more recent arcs. <clears throat> uh, but for me, out of the Daredevil series, and if it, there were to be a runner-up to Gabby or, or Nadia. For me, it would have been uh, Muse. Like, oh, that, Muse has a nice. villain. Uh, he, Muse is actually a runner-up for, yeah. for a couple of, of these categories. Muse was great. He had so some good covers dark. too. There were some good covers oh, of Muse on so, it. Yeah, and like just, one of those almost won my cover of the year. Making the the murals of blood, like uh, yeah, that was Muse cool. definitely would have been. Uh, he would fit in great with the Batverse too, wouldn't he? Oh god, like yeah. that would be an awesome. Yeah, Bat villain. he has that same like dark mentality that a lot of the the Batman villains do. Uh, oh, good pick. So uh, we both went Daredevil. How fun is that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, now with uh, uh, with the best characters, uh, we're gonna go to best character to take on an old mantle. So our first oh, episode, yeah, was mantles. about mantles yeah. uh, and about taking them on. I have a feeling I know your answer. See, that's the thing, though. I, I was going to put Thor. Okay. I was. I was going to put Thor. But I I stroked Thor's ego quite a bit in this. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, two people splitting a mantle. I'm going to go with Riri and Victor taking on oh, Iron Man. Yes. I thought about doing Jane. And I was like, that is an interesting thing. But now you have two people taking on the same mantle, basically, with, uh, with uh, Infamous uh, Iron Man and Ironheart. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I really like that because you see two literally two different people taking on the same mantle with different ideals. Oh yeah. One's a reformed villain. One is uh, up and comer, so yeah. to speak, a uh, child genius that you know is a tech god. So and, I I love that there are two people taking on one mantle. That for me that was really cool to see. And seeing how this how Vector and Riri's like. Oh, the stories. Yeah, they, know, like, like Riri becomes the queen of Blackberia. Blackberia, just by like doing some kind of I <laughs> challenge. She you. showed up. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that they threw her into. Oh by yeah. the way, we haven't seen that character for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Riri was actually my second ah, uh, choice. I'm so glad we're different. I was afraid we'd be too similar. No, I, I Riri has been such an awesome title, and I remember going in uh, to this year. Uh, I think it was like October of, of 2016 or where, whenever they announced that Tony was no longer oh, going yeah. to be Iron Man. He's going to step step aside. And I was like, I don't know. It feels like they're just trying to do just, oh, the complete opposite. It's a black female mm-hmm. teenager who's just as smart as Tony. Right. Just without the experience. Uh, but getting into it, I... Well, they gave her quite them. a personality. Oh, yeah. They, they write her really Just well. super sassy. And her mom is great, too. Like... The whole and her story is so heartbreaking. Yeah, her story is heartbreaking, and uh, you know her her uh, inability to connect with people because of her backstory, mm-hmm. as well as her I don't want to say like autistic tendencies, but right. she's very into the tech side of things, and yeah. you know she forgets to eat and sleep and stuff. Like I just I really like that kind of character. Um, and her banter with 
AI Tony. Oh, it's great. So good. So because of course you can't really lose Tony. You have right. AI Tony, and then you have his mom and Pepper Potts like and the, Mary Jane. The part where they're trying to find Victor. And, oh, that and was she, actually really fun. She's just like, oh well, the AI Tony's doing everything he can to get in contact, and it's yeah. just like Victor Von Doom at hotmail.com. Yes. Nope. Nope. Victor Von Doom at, at AOL. <laughs> Trying like sarcastic email addresses. Yeah, it's just not answering, guys. I don't know, man. Uh, but ultimately, my favorite character from 2017 that took on the mantle of an old character is Kate Bishop. Yeah, uh, Hawkeye. I had a feeling you go Bishop. I loved that yeah. series so much. It was great. Um, so much fun and just yeah. There, I like the settings too. I like that she's based like, uh, and this is yeah, she's like I guess a newer pier. thing is that they're all like you know instead of being in New York with everyone, they're right. all going to different states now. Like, you yeah, know, her in Santa Monica basically opening up a private uh, investigator thing is very cool. Right, and with that too, like I was looking at some of the characters that would be at like the parties and stuff. I'm like, oh, I know these people. Mm-hmm. I know these people. They did a really good job of research. Uh, and Kate's. Kate's sarcasm, it's... So... She has a lot of Clint Barton in her, uh, as far as, like, the way that she interacts with people, but she's sassier somehow. Yeah. And uh, she's playful. She's so good. She's so having good. fun. Yeah. Like, I love that part. <laughs> or the... Uh, so good. I thought you were going to uh, finger guns me. And she's yeah. Like, it's never too late for finger, finger guns. Gun. Pew, pew. Finger guns. She just yeah. it, it she's so much fun and yeah and, and they threw in some really cool villains in that one you had some some creative villains you had a hate monger oh, spinoff yeah. you had a Madame Mask spinoff like her dad like they had some really they did a nice job of of growing uh, homegrown villains and then yeah. as well as throwing in some of the classics yeah which and, is always nice to see and I'm really really sad to see that title and I think Kelly Thompson who was yeah. the writer of it and she uh, handled it with Poison Grace so it's oh yeah it. yeah when when she said goodbye and uh, uh, Leonardo Romero who's the artist for Hawkeye that awesome. artwork was great parent so, like that had a classy team. feel to it too, didn't it? Oh yeah like it made me feel like I was reading a 90s comic book a little bit yeah. without the shoulder pads and, and like the, or maybe 60, some like the, 65. The panels that will always stick out for me with Hawkeye are when you're seeing it through her perspective. Mm, and she just got the circles, the circles over. on things. And it's just like, oh. mailbox, Hawkeye. Dog, other Hawkeye. Yeah, dog, like, <laughs> or tacos. In the, uh, in the, in the team up with uh, Wolverine where she just like, uh, Wolverine? Tiny Wolverine. Yeah. Actual Wolverine? Actual Wolverine? Like, <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kate Bishop has been... I will uh, miss that stuff. That team, I hope they get put on a project together, because they seem to work really well. Like, I don't know how they actually work, but... Right. When I read the comic books, it flows really well. I like some comic books where I'm like, this doesn't seem to match very well. Yeah, <laughs> these, and... These two. Uh, Kelly Thompson's writing brings, like, a levity to some of these characters, like, uh... We both read... Did you read Captain Phasma? Absolutely. It was so much fun. It was. It was great. And it could have been dude. really, really dark, especially since Phasma never talks in the movies. No, she never talks, and, and the whole thing is just to her, her just so she looks good. Right. Like, she's off to, to go frame someone for the job she did right. when she was held captive by Finn. Also, she spent... We got more Phasma story. Phasma's horrible. And that, I know, in like a six-arc issue, right? Yeah, and then when the movie, when Last Jedi came out, which is one of my few complaints about the movie, you see her for five minutes. Five minutes again, Uh, and it's her and Finn going at it, which is fine, but like, I don't know, man. 
I, I was kind of bummed, especially after reading the comic. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was she's heartless. Like, like, damn. So that kind of bummed me out. But but Kelly Thompson has been an amazing writer for Marvel this year, uh, and I, I have a feeling that they'll be leaning on her and a couple other people with Bendis going to DC. Oh God, they're gonna uh, have to do something. Which uh, we're all glad to hear that Bendis is doing much better now. Yes, yeah, uh, that was that was scary. Uh, so moving on. To our uh, next category, which is uh, the best hero. Ah. Uh, so is this is this where this the ego starts? Okay. Uh, my my favorite uh, pairing this year was uh, Thor, the mighty yeah. Thor, Jane Foster. There, uh, especially because I I love the way she's written and I love the the drawing. It has always has this awesome cosmic vibe. Uh, Russell uh, Dermontman, I believe is oh, his okay. name, is the artist and penciler for most of the Thor series. Oh. Like, he even did the uh, cover for 700 with all the swords on it. Oh, that was and, such an uh, awesome there's cover. just something about... I love the idea of... Because technically it is a new mantle, right? Mm. But uh, also, I think she was the best hero this year because she was in everything this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, the she way she used her powers versus the old Thor, um, you know, you have a guy that just smashes things and... Uh, she's just smart about it. Oh, she yeah. does things with a hammer, like throws it in space, and then whenever she calls it, it comes to her. Like uh, right, uh, she can move at the speed of light with with it. She can set up holograms with it as Jane Foster. Like um, yeah, she can wield Mjolnir in some. Her weird, relationship weird way. with Mjolnir is so much better, <laughs> and um, the way they used her this year, I thought was great. The the dynamic of her being. Uh, the Asgard liaison, mm-hmm. dying of cancer, afraid to go back to being Jane Foster, dying of cancer, and then going into four. Uh, I'm assuming you read the most recent one. Yes. Right? Uh, where she stands up to Odin. Yes! As Jane Foster, yeah. not as Thor. She's dying. And who opens the door? Odin. Odin finally shows the fuck up after all the after getting uh, punched, uh, like, what, in the first couple of issues this right. year? Uh, they had a knockdown drag-out fight, and then... Uh, not only Odin comes out Freya of that room. Sta- yeah. Freya comes out. Freya, who got stabbed during that fight by Loki uh, with a poisonous dagger. So a lot going on in Thorland. Um, but I thought it was her year. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, I know there's tons of haters out there, but I don't give a shit. No, sh- I really, really... That was the one comic I looked forward to every year. Yeah. Uh, every uh, every week. That yeah. and Unworthy Thor, because I, I really like that one too. Oh, but we'll God. get into that series later. Yeah, when Unworthy Thor came out, that was <clears> great. But yeah, Jane Foster in, like... Uh, the cover of the most recent one. Yes. Uh, where it's like half of her Thor and half of her Jane Foster. Yes, it's just... great. And then the light behind it. Also the one when she was with the Shar Empire and you had oh, that bright yes. pink background. Like so That cover good. was awesome. Like I love the cosmic vibes they're bringing to Thor. And of course the, the new Ragnarok movie kind of took a lot oh, yeah. of that too. But uh, I love the uh, throwback cosmic kind of vibes that they, they put in Thor this year. Especially the Mighty Thor. Yeah, I also love the, the kind of uh, comedic aspect that they're putting. Oh like, yeah, she's arm wrestling Hercules. Yes, yes, and get his help. They're, they're just shit talking yeah. back and forth. And then he's like, "Oh, the other one was never good at this." <laughs> like, she's much more wittier. Like, I, I loved it, and it, you know, obviously a lot more people had to respect, uh, uh, learn to respect the new Thor. Sure, sure, because, I mean, for the longest time, if if especially since the nerd bubble started and, like, Avengers started getting really, really big with everybody, you only know Odinson is Thor. Yeah. Uh, There's no Thunderstrike. No, sadly. (laughs) One of my favorite obscure characters. Uh, That hammer's somewhere in the Marvel Universe. It better be. And, you know, in Norse mythology, it is... Odinson is Thor. Yeah. It's not a title. It's his name. It's his name. He's Odinson. But this isn't Norse mythology. No. 
these are this is this is a different universe. You also where, have Hercules mixing with right. Like of Greek mythology and this is a universe that's saying all these religions are true. Yeah, they're all real and they're in all some uh, aspects. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for like Jesus to come down and join the X-Men. I want to see a, like a Hindu god come down and wreck shop <laughs> or something. Mr. Sinister and a Hindu god. Oh my gosh. It'd be great. Uh, it writes so itself. My my favorite hero of the year is uh, Iron Fist. Yes. I. Uh, you even got a tattoo to commemorate. I did. I did. You uh, should write the date. <laughs> uh, you know his series on Netflix wasn't great. Uh, mm. It was it was fun in certain parts, but it could have been better. Obviously. I think it was a lesson learned. We'll tell yes. you that too. Yes, uh, but him in the Power Man and Iron Fist series is the Danny that I've well, come to love. Yeah, that's what Especially you know. That's when he's like playing around with Luke and yes. Jessica's daughter, and then when Ed Brisson started this new line of Iron Fist with this very kung fu movie style. I actually really like it. I'm that, loving the Sambertooth stuff too. But oh, I yes. I like yeah, that pairing. Like, Iron Fist, they're writing him funny. They're they're having him have, like, his internal struggle with, like, wanting to help everybody. And yeah. Everything. And uh, in the beginning, he's totally down on his luck, right? Oh, yeah. The very first of the series, trying to get his chi back, basically. <laughs> right. He's just, fuck it, I'm done. I don't care. He's getting beat up on purpose. Right. And with, like, with the backlash that the TV show got, and the fact that Iron Fist, for the most part, is a generally unknown character mm. um, in the Marvel Universe, they could, is in the Defender series, they could have easily downplayed him and just really pushed Daredevil. And oh, Jessica. Daredevil or Cage or something. Yeah, because they're the yeah, series, series. Where have a bigger following. Uh, Daredevil obviously has been known forever, um, but they haven't downplayed Danny at all in that. No, no, and, and they made him better in the Defenders. Oh yeah, actually, they, uh, they listened to some of the fans. Yeah, and reminded him that he's not always brooding and. Uh-huh. Shitty. Yeah, it, well, even in the comic, like, they could have downplayed it. In the they could have down, especially, you know, in the very first uh, Luke Cage series, I thought they were, we were going to get, like, a, dirt, a gritty, kind oh, of yeah. happy Danny, but it definitely lightened up as it went by. Yeah. So, the whole tournament thing and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he was kind of gritty down on his luck in that one, and I was like, oh, here comes another mopey Danny, but no, it picked up pretty good, actually. Yeah, and showing him doing whatever it takes to re- regain his chi, like, it... That first arc, the uh, the Seven Masters, that was that's exactly what made me fall in love yeah. with that character to begin and with. They didn't just drop it; they brought the Seven yeah. Masters. You know, the next arc uh, or one arc after, they brought them back. Like right. you have the the Rat Plague guy, and oh, God, the other guy, and, and it's, it's really fun. Uh, the Constrictor storyline was pretty fun too. Oh yeah, that's the most love the Constrictor got in a long time. Right. Uh, so we have our our best heroes. Uh, did you have a, a runner up before we move on? Uh, for me, oh man, uh, I always go with bats. But honestly, I really liked Red Hood this year. Oh, uh, Red yeah. Hood and the Outlaws was one of my favorites, and I've never been a Red Hood uh, bat. Actually, I'm very ignorant on a lot of the bat family history. But the uh, Red Hood and the uh, Outlaws, which uh, we'll talk about later, he Red Hood was my runner up because I actually really do like Jason Todd. Yeah, I like his snarkiness. I I. I don't know. There's not much to not like about it, but uh, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws made me really realize that. Oh man, I like Red Hood. He's very cool. Yeah, he uh, Red Hood. Cool. I mean, I, I use Red Hood the most on Injustice. You do. Too. That's your man. I, I, I love Red Hood. Uh, for me, my second. Uh, it's actually within the Bat Family. Was really? Orphan. Orphan. Uh, sh- oh Orphan yeah. Been so much fun, especially with her and and 
uh, Bevel just doing Shakespeare yeah. together. And then Batman just straight up admitting, like, I don't want to fight her. Like, oh, yeah, I'm no. not going to beat her. Like, no. she's too good. Like, she, when Batwoman asks, I'm very what excited would to see what they do with, with Orphan in the future. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Orphan's kind of been around for a little bit. She was Batgirl mm-hmm. for a while while Babs was uh, Oracle. Yeah. Uh, and then became Orphan, and, like, she's starting to talk. You're getting more of her backstory where her mom is Shiva. Yeah. That was. I like, didn't see that coming. That, I think it was, like, two or three issue arc, but that arc where you kind of see. Her stalking that ballerina and yeah, like that, studying her moves. That was one of my favorite bat cold openings for a Batman so good. comic. Was yeah. her stalking that ballerina just to have a moment of peace, yeah. if you will. Uh, yeah, Orphan is is great. Uh, good, pick, good pick. So moving on from hero to villain. Oh boy, uh, there there were so many badass villains. This so year. many cool villains. Um, so there was a while there was a severe lack of Modoc this year. <laughs> uh, that was my number one. Uh, please send me anything Modoc you have that your wife or fiance wants you to get rid of. <laughs> I want that build a figure Modoc so bad. But oh, that'd be great. The thing was huge, but I'm not buying eight figures Mm-mm. for that. Um, so for me, I went with, and this is gonna seem like a cop out, but I went with uh, Stevel. I went with Captain America as Hydra. That's a solid pick. My main reasons are he nuked Las Vegas and killed Black Widow all in the same year. Yep. Like, um, and obviously a a couple other, you know, uh, Union Jack um, brought the Nazi party back. He he murdered, um, uh, what was that, Union Jack in the very first one when he threw him out of the airplane? Uh, Jack Flag. Jack Flag, sorry, not Union, uh, Jack Flag, and he took off life support. Like, Jesus, uh, Kevin is killed, Stevel, I should say. He hired Deadpool to kill Coulson. He hired Deadpool to kill Coulson. He killed Rick Jones eventually. Like, uh, man. That guy left a trail, and yeah. um, I don't think he gets the credit it deserves. He for, even uh, killed fucking Red Skull. Yes, Red Skull. He destroyed, uh, not to mention that guy with his monkeys, whose name evades me, but he's oh, a really yeah. old school villain. Yeah. I almost felt like Marvel was just going to start getting rid of some of the weird, obscure characters that people may have forgotten well, about. Well, yeah, I mean, they brought in a lot of the old Hydra Yes, they did, they did. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but like Faust. I, I'm, Faust, yeah, right. Faust. 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 When's the last time he was in a... Besides, and Agent Carter, maybe what mm. that was. Uh, I like that TV show too, by the way. Well, I, I Atwell is on the list. I'm I really hope be Netflix. Be out there and say that. I hope Netflix brings that back. I don't know. We'll maybe. see. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. Um, uh, but um, uh, yeah, for me, it's Steve. I thought Steve was a great villain this year, and his body count was high. He did some nefarious things. He. Oh yeah. And the social commentary with the whole. Uh, um, it's okay to be a faceless kind of thing right. <laughs> in the United States or whatever. Like, uh, I think it had a lot to say. Yeah, um, it definitely did. And, like, I, listeners who have been with us since Secret Empire started. And, which we kind of bag on. but Yeah, like, I I bagged on Secret Empire a lot. And then I caught up. Me, like, rockets. And I caught up and I was just like, all right, I get it. I better. actually, at Secret Empire was one of my favorite uh, events. Yeah, it was uh, a big. It paid off. I think more than so the any of the other events Marvel definitely. tried this year. Yeah, and especially Secret Wars. It just goes to show sometimes you got to trust these guys. They, yeah, they're gonna take you down some dark paths, but eventually it's gonna, it's gonna get there. Um, even if they, but they had a couple like three misses in a row, so I did not have high hopes. Yeah, but oh, yeah. I really enjoyed the twists. Um, I didn't think it was a cop out ending. No, uh, with the uh, other Steve, the good Steve and the bad Steve. Um, but uh, I thought, yeah, for me it's Steve. And at the end of Despicable Deadpool. Oh yeah, 
We we're gonna have a. Uh, Steve's coming back. I, I, in 2018. Like I don't know what Marvel. Like Marvel has some weird grand plan. We'll see. Yeah, I'm. We'll see. I'm the whole legacy stuff still hasn't like come together. Because yeah, they even canceled one of them, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. But like the the Avengers 1 million BC, we only had in like a little yeah that one shot to introduce the legacy line, which Basically. I was I was hoping for at least like four issues of it. <laughs> I want to see the adventures of Odin and Phoenix, man. Right? <laughs> who doesn't want to see the adventures of a ghost rider riding a flaming man, mammoth? Right? Come on. But who do they go after? Like high evolutionary or something? Probably. I'm trying to think of like villains that are older than time and. Uh, Few come to mind, honestly. Like Ronan the, the Accuser. The maybe? Collector. The Collector, possibly. Yeah, yeah. that would be actually yeah. funny. Uh, for me, my favorite villain of the year, uh, who popped up a lot, was Iabarthon. Oh, yeah. Reverse Flash. Oh, yeah. He was on my, he's on my runner-up list. With the button and that whole series. Like, the button kind of disappointed me at the end there. I was hoping for... Uh, it just ended quickly, I yeah. think. Uh, but his part in that was so dark, and, uh, and when uh, Barry and Iris go back in time, time to stop, yeah, or go forward in time to oh, yeah, Bart's timeline, uh, and he makes Barry fight Don and Don, his his kids, kids because these kids are evil as shit. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, they have kind of explored the depths of how dark Reverse Flash can mm-hmm. actually get. And you realize he's one of the villains that literally can't die because he's got yeah, time remnants time of himself. everywhere. All over the time stream. So he, Dr. Manhattan supposedly killed him in the button, mm-hmm. but he showed back up a couple weeks yes, later. Yes, because he regenerates somehow. It's like drop of blood and like Wolverine style. And <laughs> it wasn't even like a, 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 a continuity error. Like no. they address it. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, no, I didn't. I don't remember that yet. It no. hasn't happened yet. Yeah, they just—that's all they have to say is, "Oh yeah, that's a different timeline." Yeah, that's how you get. That's how you get uh, Reverse Flash going. Uh, but yeah, I just the way that that they have showed him, and then pulling this like dark something inside of Iris. Yeah. To kill him. Iris killed him. Yeah, and with a gun. And you know, there's still effects of of that interaction well that changed the whole relationship at that point yeah because that's when she learned that Barry is the Flash Flash. and she hasn't talked to him since nope so I haven't read the new Flash but I do want to uh, oh it was good that's usually my Sunday reading very very good good pick good pick Uh, yeah Uh, now uh, here's a fun one uh, best pet. We saw a lot of animals. Oh man! In uh, in comics this year, and a lot of them were so fun. Dude, I'm I'm a big sucker for animals. So. Uh, it, it, I yeah. mean, we had a whole annual issue yeah. that was just all pets, which was brilliant. So good. Yeah, that was ha- better than half the shit they've done this. Year. Super Sons. <laughs> Super uh, Sons annual. Uh, it was an annual. Yeah. So who uh, who was your for me uh, your pet? So I went out of the big two. Okay. Uh, I picked a sweet boy. Boy from Saga, oh. who is a Deadpool-colored dog that shoots darts out of his nose. That's amazing. That make you fall asleep. Uh, I love Saga. Uh, that's a side note. I know we don't talk about a lot of movies. I'm, I'm going to catch Saga. up. God damn. So Saga. we can talk about it because I know when Heath gets back, that's going to be. That's going to be, the, and that's why I'm afraid to talk because I, I know Heath's going to want to cover that. But uh, if we're talking um, uh, a big two, I'm going to have to go with Lockjaw. I love those shorts at the end of every every issue of uh, Black Bolt. I love so those shorts. Fun. Those shorts are amazing. 
Him in, in uh, Ben Grimm playing yes, fetch with that's a my tree. Word, with a tree. <laughs> um, so if we're going big two, it's going to be it's Lockjaw because I live in. Also, I did watch the um, the god awful Inhumans TV show. And did you get through it all? I got through it all because it was during winter break. Nothing was on. My wife and I decided that we were going to power through it. Because we do this as a couple. <laughs> um, and um, it just ended up one of those things where we just kept watching it. And it just... I don't know what happened with that show. But the casting was just all wrong. Uh, I didn't like the cat. I didn't like any of them. I thought most of them were just bad actors. Yeah, I liked the Black uh, Bolt guy. I thought he looked the part. And he did well with what he could. Right. But I didn't... But also you don't have to talk as I No, character. no you don't. Which is even harder. You have a face. That's true. Um, but they made him use sign a lot. Oh, okay. But no, um, unfortunately, no one knew sign language in Hawaii and in Attila, which is where it primarily takes place. Sure. But I've decided... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did not enjoy uh, a car... The, the actor they picked at Carnet, he's, he's a good actor. This just isn't the role for him. Uh, Gorgon, oh. I didn't care for that actor at all. I just... They made some really bad choices. But my two pit bulls loved the shit out of Lockjaw. <laughs> They don't give a fuck about anything when I'm watching TV. I see a doll there. Yeah, they usually don't do that, though. But whenever Lockjaw was on, they were just on it. The only time they've ever done that was um, my dog, Cosette, who's a brindle pit bull. Uh, her boyfriend is one of the ho- Jon Snow's horse from the Game of Thrones. Uh, For some okay. reason, whenever that horse is on TV, she runs up and stares at it. <laughs> Other horses, she doesn't care about. That one. That's the one. Uh, but Lockjaw, both dogs acknowledge Lockjaw on TV more than once. And Thank it was dogs. quite a thing. Because they normally don't. Right. Like, I've had friends' dogs that care and they'll watch. You know, anytime a dog's on TV, they're, like, in it. But Right. For some reason, my dogs don't seem to generally care unless it's Lockjaw. So. That's pretty um, awesome. Anyway, though. so Lockjaw is my... Uh, Mainstream favorite pet, uh, with uh, non mainstream indie, I, I have to go to Sweet Boy. Yeah, I love. I he we did we barely got to know Sweet Boy, but I I I, I did enjoy Sweet Boy. That's uh, all right. I need to. I yeah. I am aware painfully that I need to read that series. Yes. Uh, for me, I think I mean, Beck would love it too. I oh, think you yeah. both enjoy this shit out of yeah. Heath so. Heath is gonna. Give I want me my wife one to read tra- one of the trades so I can start it. Um, for me, I mean, I'm, I, it goes back to my favorite new character. Uh, my favorite pet is Jonathan the John, Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine. The Wolverine is so fun from when just Squirrel Girl, run when they, oh yes, when, when she, Squirrel Girl shows up at their house and just throws it at him. Wolverine, and then she says it, and like, here it is, Wolverine. Uh, and, and then, then she like, just assumes they can talk to him. Right. Like, what? I'm squirreling her like a tiny squirrel. Uh, and then, like, when Wolverine meets Lucky, uh, oh, yeah. Kate's dog. Right. And they're worried about it because it's a fucking Wolverine. Yeah. It's Wolverines a, are one of the most terrifying animals on the planet. They're and pretty they're real. Uh, they're tiny little animals, but they can take down a bear. Yeah. Like, they're terrifying. They're, they've got sharp claws. Like, uh, it's and like she a sloth on roids. <laughs> but, like, her. It, uh, Jonathan and Lucky just like nuzzle up to yeah, each other. Yeah, they just go along immediately. Uh, They've domesticated it. Seeing Jonathan in his like makeshift Wolverine costume yeah, like with the old school. <laughs> it's a zip up jacket. <laughs> it's the old school black, yellow, and blue yeah. arm, or, uh, suit from uh, like the, the animated 90s, series. Yeah. 
And he's wearing... It's so good. It was a nice throwback, too. I was like, that's cute. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, every once in a while, Gabby will say something, and they'll just have a reaction panel. From Jonathan just going, murder. So, yeah, Jonathan has just been fun. But there's been so many. Like, Bat-Cow. Yeah, Bat-Cow. Even Doctor, the last three issues of Doctor Strange, I was in love with his hound dog assistant. I got that. That was a good, that last issue was great with the Tree of Life. Oh, the Tree of Life was great. He's and, a good I mean, boy. That actually made me tear up a little bit. Oh, that that dog, it talking and yeah. the rest of people freaking out. That was so good. Uh, there was, I mean, there's a lot. Seeing actually. Plastic Man's parrot. Oh right, right. Because <laughs> and of course it has to like look like Plastic Man. It's right. got like the suit on and everything. And his wings. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Heath uh, didn't send me his list, but I I feel like I can answer for him on this yeah. one, which was Titus. Oh uh, yeah, it's Batman's dog. Well, that one of them. One of the it was uh, the most recent one because there is that annual uh, where Alfred's training it basically. Yeah, and they get the dog, and he loved that one. Yeah, uh, that was such that a was fun. good annual. Uh, I could be mistaken. Uh, I'm sorry. He might Heath. go Lion Cat uh, just because of Saga. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, so. With that, uh, best supporting character that's not, like, a powered person. Yeah, um, I had a hard time with this one. Yeah. there's a lot of good ones. Like, uh, Riri Williams has quite an entourage of non-powered helpers. But Definitely. I decided to go with Genki Lee from the uh, oh, Spider-Man Genki. series. I like Genki a lot. I think his interaction with Gold Balls and his, his crushes, and I, I really like that character. It's a lot of fun. I thought the uh, Spider-Man movie that came out with Tom Holland, even though they said that this is not Genki, right. I still thought... That's that, Genki. That, yeah, that kid looks sure. exactly he's, like Genki. He's building a fucking Lego Death Star thing. That is definitely something Genki would like. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought that character for the we didn't see him a whole lot, but when mm-hmm. they did, they didn't waste it. Yeah, and, and he provides a very grounded uh, life for for Miles. Yeah, and he's he's trying to push Miles into something other than just being Spider Man. Right, right. Uh, which you know, a lot of times when you see a character like that who's like do you need to be this hero it's usually them trying to talk them out of the hero life yeah where he's doing the inverse yeah trying to get him to be a person too. yeah he's like you don't have to be there's already a yeah, spider you're in college there's, there's a shit ton there's of spider man spider-man and you're in college man you don't want to flunk out right so uh yeah genki that's a great choice yeah i didn't even i, didn't even I almost picked gold balls but gold balls does have powers right yeah um, I like that they threw him in there, yeah. He's super fun. Uh, for me, in, I, it was the example that I used. To, okay. Uh, Alfred Fair enough. Pennyworth. Uh, because <laughs> in, we've had a lot of Batman titles this year. Yeah? Uh, a lot. And each writer... Each writer... Well, I am. Okay. I'm going to get there. But each writer has done Alfred very well as far as his snarkiness. It's very towards, consistent. Torch Bruce and everybody. Um, but what solidified it was the the arc, uh, the first ally. Yeah. That uh, Scott Snyder did for All Star. I love that Scott Snyder. They got him to do that too. Yeah, because like, that's we cool. we've always well, if you've read into Batman more than just like the movies and or stuff, or watching Gotham, right? You you know that. <laughs> well, even in Gotham, they mention it. But they mention it like, but like they make him like too much of a badass yeah. in Gotham. Yeah, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred is very much a badass, and he's an. XMI6 agent, like he's Royal Army, you name it. Like we know that his dad is the one that was the butler for the Waynes for the most part, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he came over and and took over. But he was he was an MI6 agent, and then just seeing that dark, like 
these missions don't exist. Yes. Black sites like, shit. Off the books, like, armor, like, the helmet thing. Like, like Alfred is a so really badass series. Like, a... like, I feel like Alfred at this point could get his own title. Why not? Like, a six-issue arc of just Alfred yeah. whenever Bruce isn't around. <laughs> Which is he's just, like, actually... Lot, yeah. He's looking at cases that Bruce is working on and solving them real quick. He's <laughs> just solving close cold cases for no reason because he's bored. Uh... Now, uh, this year we also saw a lot of couples. Oh, yes. Um, and I left this kind of open for myself uh, mm. because there's the romantic couples, but there's also some bromantic yeah, couples. Yeah, there's tons. And, there's, and, of course, Power Man and Iron Fist are a big example of that. Yeah. Uh, so for your, your ah, couple... I'm glad you mentioned the bromance. I did the unlikely duo of Black Bolt and Absorbing Man. Oh, God, that was I, such a good one. I fucking loved those two together. Mm-hmm. And I like that they're not just going to drop it. He's actually going to go look for, for Creed. Yeah. Um, I I loved it, actually. I really liked those two pairing up. Uh, the Absorbing Man never had much of a personality besides a brute force guy. Right. Uh, and this year, uh, just like the record, but they started giving all these new writers are starting to give them much more personalities. Yeah. And... Um, the pairing of, of uh, Pitchfork, <laughs> as you will, and uh, Creed, I really liked. I also went with, um, let me see here, because uh, I, I know they're not a real couple. Right. But uh, I love the, um, uh, that Black Bolt series, and I wanted to give them a, a shout-out. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, it was such a fun series. Actually, uh, th- that series, it took me like three issues to actually get into it yeah. because a lot of Inhuman stuff I get bored by pretty quickly. I, I didn't care for some of the other ones outside. Like the Inhumans, uh, not royal family, but oh, the uh, other ones. Oh, Future Kings? Yes. It was okay. Yeah. It was slow and didn't really finish. And then the other title where it's just Medusa and the crew without Black Bolt. Yeah. That one really lost me. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept just, reading it. I get bored by him, but Black Bolt, it's a new writer. Yes. Uh, I think it was his first comic ever. Yes, and I wrote down the creative team, but it, my ink went away, as you can see. It's uh, now, it's like blue-gray, and I have them with blank. Oh, jeez. So I completely ignore them, but I definitely liked that team. I thought yeah. that was great, and I hope they keep doing it. I don't think that one got canceled. No. Um, uh, it's still going on. Uh, but yeah, no, with Creel on that, uh, before you mentioned your other one, uh, with Creel, that made... Because Black Bolt is kind of a dry, stoic character, and Creel kind of added this much-needed oh, levity. Oh, much-needed levity. Much-needed. And we've had this conversation since uh, Creel died. Yes. Is this, this uh, mind-reading alien doesn't have enough to really yeah, it's offset not, Black Bolt. It so it, this new arc, it's still, it's interesting. It just started, so it's hard to really judge, but it doesn't really compare to, to them in the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said you had another one? Well, the, and, and the, the main character is from Saga. It's oh, okay. a husband-wife. Oh, okay. Torn apart, brought together, torn apart, brought together. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, I won't get into that. What did you, what did you pick? Uh, I, I picked... Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool. I knew it! I knew you were going to that. Deadpool! That's the one I knew. That, talk about bromance. Holy I also thought you would go with Spider-Man uh, Human Torch. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I like the Spider-Man Human Torch dynamic. That That is a fun one. Um, yeah. We, neither one of us picked actual couples. Do we have right. intimacy problems? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting to see how Bat and Cat end up. Yeah, right. Although, uh, the way that they've been written since they've been engaged is... Amazing. It's fun. That last so issue when they swap costumes. And oh my god, that was so much fun. Jesus Christ, what is it? It's a bat. <laughs> That's yeah. what it stands for. The S stands for hope. The bat stands for a bat. bat. 
comes up twice. I love it. Like with with those two specifically, with Bat and Cat, where they go uh, to meet Talia and uh, break all kinds of international treaties and whatnot. Yeah, Cat fights the guard. Yeah, and Bruce is just on the horse, just like be good. So good. But Especially how threatening the guard was at first. Right? <laughs> he talks himself up. I, I always think of that Indiana Jones scene where the guy does all the sword shit and then yeah. he just shoots him. That's it. Uh, but with so you, a Spider-Man Deadpool. Spidey Deadpool, man. Like, uh, a lot of fun. The Spidey banter and Deadpool's back and forth, like their individual banter is great when it's done correctly together. It was so funny. It was really fun. Um, I mean, it's some of the ones that were... Not written by the actual comic writers and written by, say, a magician from Las Vegas. <laughs> Aside from that one, they were great. Uh, even with that was a weird issue. Like about. Itsy Bitsy I got a little. The yeah. Well, Itsy Bitsy, you just wanted to end at a certain point. Yeah, but even still, well, like no, Peter's with not in it. Yeah, even still with in it, like it was still fun with their banter and how they interacted with each other. And I mean, the whole thing starts off with. Deadpool having to kill Spider-Man, but wants to be best friends with Peter Parker. (laughs) Or no, No, vice versa. Vice versa. He has to kill Peter Parker. He kills his boss, goes into hell to save his soul. Oh, he wants to be best friends with Spidey. It's so good. And he still doesn't know they're a thing. Yeah, he still still has has no idea. idea. Uh, So yeah, I've I've been loving that that deal. Um, But yeah, I think Bat and Cat would probably be my... My follow-up to that one. Okay. I like it. Bad and Cat. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. Yeah, that would probably be it. I like uh, uh, Lois and, and Clark. They're time-tested. Yeah. And the banter is, is really fun. They're yeah. both very strong personalities. And there's a... There's Lois a new, don't take no shit. There's a new, like, level with them. It's with John. With Jonathan. John adds yeah. a whole new aspect. So, it, especially when they went to Apocalypse. Oh, my God. so great. What a great issue. Loved it. Great series. Uh, so, moving... On to that, uh, there's a lot of teams yes. that have been building up. New teams, old teams. Who's your favorite team of the year? So my favorite team of the year, I loved, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, Red Hood and the Outlaws. That's why I saved Red Hood because mm-hmm. I, I love that pairing. Uh, they're all misfits. They're oh, yeah. all fucking misfits. Yeah. They're all rejects. You have a wandering Amazonian. You have an, a dead Robin. And a Superman clone. Yeah, it's it's a what twisted a trinity. Great, great trinity. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. And I love them in that trinity. So oh yeah, that yeah. was very cool. Cool. Um, a runner-up would be the champions because I love the idea of all these uh, kids getting together to do shit. Never been a Hulk Amadeus fan, but yeah. uh, I Ed Nova's kind of iffy with me. But I love Kamal Khan in a team setting, and I also really like the um, uh, the addition of Miles Morales in there and Viv Vision. Uh, uh, Especially with the worlds colliding. And and I like seeing Cyclops out of the X-Men. I like seeing Cyclops away from that environment. Now, I haven't read a whole lot of champions, so help help clear this up for me. I've been reading the Worlds Collide crossover with champions and And the Avengers. Avengers, Which is a great... It's been awesome just seeing, like, what's going on with Viv Viv and Vision. Vision's breakdown. Oh, my God. Uh, and they carried over from the Vision series, which was nice. I thought I didn't oh, know yeah. that would be. Yeah, they're still tying it in. Like, I love it. And that was one of the best series of 2016, uh, if not the best. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> and now, is 
just from one of the lines in, in Champions, is this Cyclops still like yes, old Scott Summers in a young body? No, or is it no, just no, displaced? It's time, time displaced Cyclops. <clears throat> okay. Even though this one seems taller than the one they draw. Uh, also, Ethan totally dropped the ball on that guy. What happened to Ethan? Yeah. Uh, Kid Apocalypse just completely wrote him off. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that is uh, Time Displaced Cyclops. Okay. I uh, do like uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, better in Champions than I do in, in uh, Secret Warriors. I definitely agree. Um, Secret Warriors is great. I it love, is fun. Uh, it just, I like seeing Daisy in, a again, a different environment. Yeah, and, and Moon Girl is so funny in that. Uh, yeah. Her and her back and forth with Karnak is great. It is, and that's a great way to write Karnak. Unfortunately, the TV series did not write Karnak. Yeah. That was probably one of my biggest disappointments. Uh, uh, thank God that did not become a movie, because holy shit. Well, it was a movie. I know, but and a, a they, real movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, maybe they would have done better, but I don't yeah. know, man. Who knows? Uh, so yours is the Champions? Uh, actually, it's it's Red oh, the Outlaw right, with right. a, a runner-up as the Champions, because I really like that dynamic. And especially with... Uh, with Red Hood and the Outlaws with Bizarro becoming smart. God, that yes. that has added a whole oh. other dynamic to whole the whole story. Level. So good. Uh, for me, it's the Titans. Yeah, I mean, I thought I I have Titans slash Teen Titans because I, I think they're both good teams. Uh, or the Titans. Uh, well, first off, I mean, I'm Why a not sucker. Teen Titans, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for uh, honestly, well, Teen Titans is, is a no for me because of Damien. Yeah, I knew that's it. Damien yeah. annoys the shit yeah, out of me. Throws it out of me. Uh, I, he's a necessary character, and I love the Teen oh, Titans. Shit. I was going to pick his bat thing uh, as a pet, oh, but I forgot. Goliath. Goliath is great, by the way. So good. Uh, we're definitely running up for me for best pet. Uh, I loved him in uh, uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah! Goliath he shows up again and so again good. gives everybody a kissy. Um, but yeah, uh, Teen Titans, just Damien throws me off. But Titans... They, they uh, make him super jerky in, yeah. in Teen Titans. Uh, Wally and and Dick, uh, those two are two of my favorite characters. Yeah, and you, and you and, get that cool shot with both of them, that right. one shot. Oh, yeah. That yeah, that was such shot. a fun little one shot. Uh, but also, you know, you have um, these newer characters that I'm personally not as familiar with, like Omen. I knew. Oh yeah. I've known like Tempest as Aqualad's friend from. Yeah. But to see him as a Titan. As and, a Titan. That's been really really cool. Um, and then, like you saw in Young Justice, you saw Simon a lot. But he, compared to the way that they write Simon in the yeah. comic. I like Simon in the comic a whole lot. More. He's darker and he's, he's very dark, and, like, and he's not a joke either. Like, oh yeah, he's kind of a joke character a little bit before, but now uh, he's definitely more serious. Right, and then Donna Clay is just gorgeous. Mm. I'm well, so glad they brought her back. She's great, I, and with the the most recent arc of Dark oh, yeah. Donna, yeah, oh, like what a so threat. so intense. He is a weapon. Um, so from from team to team up. Yeah, uh, we see we we saw a lot of uh, different franchises meeting together and, yeah. and and doing stuff. I mean, right now we have another awesome arc of Batman and Teenage Mutant Which, Ninja Turtles. Again, I didn't the 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 one they did earlier this year. Not a fan of, but no. this is one is definitely playing off the older. Yeah, <coughs> and, excuse me. And I thought about uh, picking that, but I actually have that even though it's not finished. But. Yeah, it's it's. Two issues in. It's I was like, two, I want to see what it's... It's very fun. I and mean, the style is almost identical to the last time they did oh, yeah. uh, that team. If you ignore the 
the cartoony one they did earlier right. this year. Uh, yeah, the uh, and I mean Tinian, I trust Tinian with Batman. Yeah. Uh, but as far as team ups go, who was your your favorite team up of the year? Me, I actually like Titans with Teen Titans. Oh, that was a good one. And and the other one was uh, Titans with Justice League when they had all them pair. Oh, they had yeah. Super. They had Wonder Woman with uh, uh, Troy, and they had mm-hmm. Flash with Flash. Uh, you know, Aquaman with Aqualad. <laughs> like, I thought that was actually super fun. But I did like the Titans team up. Uh, Titans, Team Titans team up. That was big. Yeah. As far as crossover... Lazarus? Yeah. Yeah. As, as far as the crossovers, I don't know. I can't really think of much besides the Power Rangers one, which didn't do much for me. Yeah, that one didn't do... I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, uh, from publisher to publisher Yeah, I couldn't think crossover. of anything fun like that. But uh, um, For me, my favorite team up... Uh, I keep coming back to it was uh, from Hawkeye number twelve. Oh yeah, was Wolverine and Hawkeye. Yeah, that that or was Hawkeye such... and Hawkeye. That was a fun oh, one too. Yeah. You really like that one. That one was a lot of fun. But like those two, they've been doing very strong female characters very well this year, uh, and that's it's awesome. But those two together, those two are great. And then just sprinkling Gabby, it made for like a perfect team up for right. me. I I had so much fun reading that one. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was my favorite um, of the year. Um, so since we're we're talking the characters before we start pick is saying like what our picks for uh, best comic of the year and stuff like that. Um, let's talk uh, about some of just the uh, the best arcs and miniseries and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Uh, so. Uh, a lot of really good story arcs this year. Uh, what was your favorite arc? My favorite arc was uh, Tale of Two Kents. Oh, you yeah. started the this series off with two Clark Kents, and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Everybody had a bunch of theories, and nobody knew. In fact, Clark didn't even know what's going on. Fake Clark didn't even know what was yep. going on. Even, he, even uh, the issue before they reveal it, they, yeah. they give you four choices. Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? And it's freaking Mixable. Oh my god. Who doesn't even know he's there? Because he did some weird fail save to where oh, he yeah. turns in just to make it happen. And then all of a sudden he gets freed. Right. Uh, so he's trapped as Clark, not knowing he's Mixable. And then that happens because of Oz. Like, I loved it. And talk about, like, a throwaway character that you forgot about. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus, you haven't seen him since Dark Superman beat the shit, or right. Cyborg Superman beat the shit out of him and took his powers. He's just one of those deep cuts. Like, yeah. every once in a while, you just throw him in there. Yeah. And, and he fun. even says that. He's like, you're supposed to come out and play with me every six months. Or something like, like oh, my God. Like, I fucking loved it. I thought that was handled well. I really like the addition of Jonathan because he is oh, eventually yeah. jealous of Jonathan. Yeah. Um, but he had got a child Superman that he could play with and on his level. Like, I, I love that arc. I thought that was a great reveal because it, they drug it on for a while. Oh, yeah. And Clark didn't even know who he was at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, not Superman Clark, but right. Mixoplate Clark. Had no idea what was happening. Right. Um, like, he was breaking into places and stuff. Like, I, like, I thought it was a great twist. Yeah. I loved it. And it was it was before say. it started to feel like Jonathan was going to be the I, always in trouble. Yeah, just always because always, in the next always the victim. I, I think it was the next arc that uh, Manchester Would, Black shows yeah, up. Yeah, and kidnaps him again. Yeah, so he ended up becoming like and the was damsel. Action that Comics ninety nine seventy five was the big reveal. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah. but that was one of my favorite twists this year. Yeah, no, that one was so good. I yeah, I really love that one. Uh, for me, it was the the trial of the seven masters. Ooh, Iron Fist, yeah, one through five. Ed Brisson started that series off so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that uh, the art 
from uh, Mike Perkins, the way he did those fight scenes, it it wasn't just like panel, panel, panel. You could no, actually no. see this you, fight happen. It was almost like a flip book. It was so good and just the colors that they use. And like, I mean, I said it earlier, it reminded me of watching those old Kung Fu movies that I used to watch with my it uncle. It was definitely and, a cool vibe. Uh, so yeah, it and just seeing like these different masters and their powers and him absorb uh loved it loved it it was a perfect way to start that series i thought so too i'm 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 glad that kind of restored your faith because that was right after the um i believe the iron fish tv show yeah. came out yeah i think there was like a week of an overlap yep. but yeah it was right there at the end and and uh, ed brisson just picked it up and ran with it mm. and did amazing stuff with it uh, and then uh, a lot of uh, a lot of mini series. So we oh, have so our, many good ones. Our full runs, which are usually you know twelve to onwards. Yeah, no. Uh, but these are usually four to six, sometimes nine yeah. issues. It's almost um, unfair for this category. Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause because so some, some of them you feel like they should have been full series. Yeah, they just stand out so much. Like um, I'll start. Vision obviously was probably one of the best mini series. Period. Like, that was just beautiful start to finish. Yeah. Um, and also, it kept all of us engaged. Like, it was such a grounded so series good. about such an abstract concept. And, so, so. and man. It, keeps, it keeps coming back. And uh, and the runner-up for me was The Unworthy Thor, because that was also a very short series, but made me, every week, I was looking forward to seeing, how is he getting out of this? Like, right. what? Because, you know, they both, both uh, industries kind of reset, hit the reset button this year. And that yeah. Was, a very cool starting in the middle kind of version of Thor, which obviously they kind of borrowed for the Ragnarok movie. They kind of took sure. a little of Unworthy Thor, a little of Planet Hulk, yep. uh, Dash of Guardians, and, you know, there you go. Here, here, here. Yeah. So, um, but for me, it's got to be Vision. I also had the button as a runner-up because that was really quick. I want It led me wanting more. Sure, sure. Yeah. That, and it did set up Beyonce oh, Clock pretty I, well. Also, um, another runner-up, but more of an indie, uh, the... Um, uh, oh shit! What's I'm I'm farting on the name. Oh my god! Oh, the guy with the fighting computer in his head, and he goes to hell to get his gay lover back. Oh, oh. my god! What am I? I can't think of the name. Talk. Um, well, while you're thinking of it, performance uh, anxiety. <laughs> while you're thinking of it, uh, with unworthy Thor, the other thing that we got from that, uh, be, besides Tooth Nasher, which is also oh, an amazing yes, I know. <laughs> Uh, rest Ooh, in peace, Tooth Nasher. That would have been a good pen. Uh, but also, uh, one of my runner-up pets was Story. Murder, murder, murder! Yeah. Murder! I sure love murdering people. He is Kerbopulous Michael from Rick and Morty. <laughs> you said that before. I love it. dog body. I love it. Kerbopulous sure, Michael. Uh, and then while you're searching, uh, for me, my favorite miniseries was from Cullen Bunn, and uh, Luke Ross did the art, uh, Darth Maul. Oh yeah! Such a fun boy. Place. I forgot about that. Uh, Star Wars, the Star Wars titles, which are all on Marvel, they have been doing so good. Uh, the Darth Vader line, so much fun. Mace Window is even a lot of fun. Uh, Doctor Afra, but I love Doc. That was one of my Doc, favorite new series, but dude, that's continuing. I I love it. I look forward to that. I'm so happy that one's continuing. I think Doctor Afra is amazing. She's a female Han Solo, is what she is. <laughs> but she's way more. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, but darker because she's got two murder droids and a black Wookie. Uh, <laughs> but 
uh, Darth Maul, I mean, I've said this about the Star Wars uh, movies that shall not be mentioned, the, uh, the prequels. It would have been a much better trilogy, those prequels, had they kept Darth Maul as the big bad through all three Right, movies. instead of killing him in the... Uh, he was my favorite. He was the only redeeming part of Phantom Menace in my opinion. Well, he's the buy-in. Like, if yeah. he wasn't in the commercials, I don't know if I would have had the buy-in. Like, Probably with not. the double lights and everything. No. By the way, I was thinking Midnighter and Apollo. And oh, I don't okay. know why I could not... I kept wanting to say Black Hammer. I was like, no, that's not Black Hammer. Also a very, uh, very good series. Oh, yes, that's on the uh, on the list there. But, uh, yeah, Midnighter and Apollo for miniseries. I, I thought that was a lot of fun, too. I yeah. mean, the guy goes through hell to get his gay lover back, <sighs> yes. and then it ends in a dinner party. Like, yeah. it's great. Uh, I also really uh, my my runner up was uh, the rise and fall of Captain. Oh, uh, Adam, that yeah. was a good one, good pick. Yeah, very uh, good pick. So it was, it it took me a couple reads because this weird time displays yeah, thing. It keeps jumping yeah. in time, so you have to kind of figure it out. But it, the story is beautiful. The artwork was amazing. Mm-hmm. I and. How often do you get his story? Not right. Besides, he's, he's just some Hulk reject kind of. Right. Like, Although oh, it's a military experiment. Uh, One bad. Uh. There, there's some illusion that he may have been uh, Doctor Manhattan this whole time. What? There is an not, I, not not series. No, no. Uh, but I've I've seen that pop up a, a lot recently, which. You know? He does travel quite around a bit. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I want to see if that pans out. That would be super fun. Uh, but yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, there was a couple events this year. Yes. Uh, that spanned. And by events, uh, obviously ones that take over multiple titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your event? Man. Um, uh, the, the whole, like, uh, boy. Because the Mixleplick event leads to Oz. Right. Like, there's a lot of shit that led to Oz. Yeah. Which was... Kind of not super let down, but kind of let down. But for me, that I like that event because there was a lot of different things that led to Oz. You had yeah. Tim Drake uh, getting plucked from time. You had uh, the mix flick thing. And now we might be going into yeah Doomsday, and now that might be leading into uh, the Doomsday clock, right? Um, because Oz Absolutely. is not in charge, obviously, He's and obviously Oz, thing. which was one of the bigger shocks of the year. Yes. Is Jor-El. Yes, Jor-El a time, a plucked out of a moment of time. So for me, it was the Oz, uh, the Oz arc, because a lot of little things kind of led into it. Yeah, so. definitely. And, you know, we're still we're still seeing it. I still mean, right now, it. in action, Booster Gold. Yes! He goes back because he wants to see his dad getting plucked out of time. Right. So he goes back, Superman goes back in time to see this, and then Booster Gold is trying to prevent it. And now we have a Booster Gold Superman team up. And Booster Gold has got Skeets with him. Oh my god, they got They brought Skeets back. Also, I cannot read Skeets' lines without hearing Billy West's voice. Yes, I do the same thing. Because Billy West plays Skeets in in, in Justice League, I'm leaving it. Um, So I I completely agree with that one. I Uh, really liked it, so. For me, my event was uh, Secret Empire. Ah, Uh, see. That's a big one. uh, Captain America, the Steve Rogers story arc uh it took me a very long time to buy into it because we were all burned we got secret wars 2 which was shitty and then we had the other one before that uh or civil war 2 civil war 2 and then axis was hot garbage too like unfortunately and sorry i didn't like any of it yeah events have just not been great and civil war 2 was such a why did we even need this uh, uh, and it's it, Civil War Two was Minority Report <laughs> to set up Secret Empire. Murder. 
but Carol Danvers just rubbed some of that. <laughs> once I kind of caught up with Cap uh, through the Steve Rogers arc and really got into Secret Empire, I loved that yeah, series. Yeah, it just... It, all the miniseries, too, were great. Oh, yeah, the, the outside uh, the outside titles that they made, like The Underground and, and uh, those, those oh, titles. Secret Warriors was really fun. Uh, Secret Warriors was one of my favorite like side titles, and it's still going. Yeah, that, that brought them all together, right? It hasn't ended yet, and it doesn't look like it's going to uh, anytime soon, which, granted, Matthew Rosenberg, who writes that, is an incredible writer. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Secret Empire just kind of flipped the script on a lot of things, and now you have... Steve Rogers on like a soul search and uh, um, uh, God, why can't I? Uh, Steve? Well, Steve is is in prison and yeah. you know Deadpool is about to go after him. Uh, but Sam. Oh know, yeah, Captain. Oh man, like that whole. Series, and we talk about that a lot on this podcast. It was such a good series. That was one of my favorite. And now seeing Sam back in the Falcon gear. Yeah, uh, with his own protege, with Patriot. Uh, it's and they're going up against Blackheart. What right, the fuck? like great. When's the last time you saw Blackheart no in a shit. comic? In the a last, comic book. last time I saw Blackheart was in Marvel vs. Capcom. Right, <laughs> that's what I thought of immediately. It was like, oh yeah, he had a cool block. He just stood still, and everything so went through. good. Uh, oh man! Yeah, Secret Empire and that horrible Ghost Rider two movie. Oh god, fuck that movie! Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Secret Empire. You know, part, I, I think uh, um, Metal. Uh, I was going to pick Metal, but it's, it's still f- it still has a lot yeah. to go. And I have Metal. I can't pick Metal because it's not done. I put in print. Right. Um, and you know, with Secret Empire, that showed you got to wait to the end to yeah. really fully understand what's going on. I don't think Metal's going to end up being a letdown. It has fucking blown no, my dick so off far, every issue. Oh, even the side ones. Yeah, Hawkman um, Found was so oh, good. Oh, I haven't read that one yet. Oh, I have not read that one, but so I have good. it. Um, I also had a runner-up of Victim Syndicate, because oh, that keeps, uh, that's Fallout from the Monster Men and uh, a lot of things. And now it's coming back. Yep. We're, we're coming full circle with Victim Syndicate with the uh, uh, Clayface uh, yep. trap. So. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, moving on. Also, from creepy, a... creepy looking people. The victim oh, syndicate yeah. was very, very dark, very so... almost like. Um, uh, I mean, the first Hellraiser type. Fucking creepy as shit. Yes, they're all like super creepy looking. So, um, before metal, there was victims syndicate, and yeah. they had the creepiest covers for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, now with uh, uh, with this being the end of the year, we just got our annuals. Yes. Uh, what was your favorite annual? Batman, of course. Yes. Come on. I think we both agree on this. How can we not? That was such an amazing what annual. What a great annual. And not one real fight. Like, <laughs> like you don't need to have them brawl in every issue. Like, no. Also, what a good story. Just a Superman, uh, Lois Lane, uh, Selena Kyle, and Batman. Just... Oh, no. Uh, oh, what am I thinking? What are you thinking? You're thinking... That was in Superman. That was in Superman. Batman was... Uh, the I think it's an alternate timeline. Oh um, yes, no, no. I meant to pick that one. I meant yeah, to pick that that's one. That's the one I picked with the cancer scare. And then yes. at the very end, it's not Selena. It's yeah, it's basically. But you they, caught they that took one. that five minute uh, piece from Up and basically yes. applied oh, it to this. God. And so it's heartbreaking. Also, seeing them old, uh, you know, starting the issue with an old Wayne and Kyle hanging out is uh-huh. is kind of reaffirming too. Yep. It's a little life affirming that oh things can work out. And then okay. you know you also see uh, Helena. Oh my god, Helena and Wayne. Helena Wayne, which you caught, yes. which I did not caught my first read through. That yeah. I was like, wait a minute, that is the other timeline. Yeah, Huntress oh. is the daughter in a different timeline of Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. So uh, you know because the 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 writer 
writers want to keep Batman's deaths open in, mm-hmm. in the current universe. So, of right. course, they threw that little nugget in for us, yeah. us super and, fans. And come on. That, I don't know if I would have caught that again. That last that last panel oh, the where cat, the, the cat. The Batmobile and the cat. Oh, tore me up. Damn. Such a good arc. Or uh, annual. Everything. I love it. There was not much. Again, no fighting. Like, you have an annual with no fighting. Yep. And it just... It destroyed me. It was great. He even texts, it's okay to cry, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, he was still still reading, obviously not part of the cast anymore uh, for now, uh, but still very active, and, and uh, he's a man that knows how to feel. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so Yeah, uh, that Batman man was beautiful. It was so good. Uh, now, I want to skip ahead because uh, on our list right now, it's uh, best series of Marvel, best series DC, best series indie, mm. and then our series of the year. I want to save that one for last. Uh, I want to uh, just go down to what were your top three most shocking moments? Oh, yes. From I have year? those. Okay, so the first one you kind of touched on. Uh, Reverse Flash getting owned. Just yep. fucking owned. So good. Also, um, I liked him showing up in the, the Batcave fight. It was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but him just getting nuked. Completely nuked by God. Because <laughs> he oh, tries yeah. to go do something, like steal some of his power, and he gets nuked. Yep. Um, I also put down uh, Steve blowing up uh, Las Vegas. And killing Black Widow in Secret Empire. That was quite a shock. I did yeah. not see them taking out someone, a high-valued yeah. person. I thought Falcon was going to die. So did I. I totally thought or Falcon Miles. was going to die. Or maybe Miles, yeah. Even though they alluded to... To Miles killing Steve. In, uh, in uh, Civil War Two, yeah. Uh, and the top, uh, the, the biggest shock for me, Kite Man. They made, oh my god, the War of Jokes and Literal took literally a joke character that they slow played all year. Like, we would text each other jokes all year whenever Kite Man would pop up because (laughs) it would just be so random. Uh, And then the War of Jokes and Riddle happened that just, holy shit, they make you empathize with Kite Man. So good. The fucking poisoned kite string. Like, oh my god. Kid. Yeah, we would just text each other randomly. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! For no reason. Or like, we'll, we'll be like, hey, just read action comic, big kite man joke in the middle. Because, you know, there's that one where Batman's just like clicking through the computer. You just see his back and he's looking at crimes like bank robbery, this, this, kite, kite man. <laughs> Next. Hell yeah. But like, oh my god. And it also solidified the Riddler as just a real piece of shit. Oh god. Like, I can't believe uh, that ended as ambulably as it could with the, the death. No, Batman knowing about the death. Oh but, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was the biggest one for me, was the Ballad of Kite Man. That whole issue was, was just, oh, fuck. Uh, you know, it's such heart-wrenching, man. It was a very... And once you realize that it's a Kite Man story and not a Batman yes! or Riddler or, or Joker Riddler story, or Joker story. they're just there. It's a Kite Man story. Like they're part of it, but... It makes it a whole different experience reading that, that arc. God damn. Um, and... Uh, that was my definite top three. There's also some moments in Saga this year that had me sad, but I don't want to spoil it for Anthony. Right. Uh, but there were some sad moments in Saga as well. Um, oh, oh, and the last Black Hammer, um, where she gets to pick up the hammer instead of uh, uh, going through the, the void. Which you, This has no way. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, the last issue of Black Hammer was also a couple months ago, but still very good. Um, but those are my runner-ups. The, the top three, though, is yeah, Reverse Flash getting nuked in a second... Uh, Steve will killing Black Widow and Kite Man. Just holy crap! What a surprise! Uh, yeah, uh, the Black Widow is in my top three. Okay, uh, because that was I sat there I and stared that at that coming. panel like for so long, Damn. and that's that was... after a brutal fight with the Punisher. So you really don't see that coming. No. You already feel like she's out of danger at that point. Yeah, and like, like oh, and she's been like the leader of this underground crew for a while. 
Uh, and that was in Secret Empire number seven, so mm-hmm. almost towards the end. Yes, definitely towards the end. Uh, and yeah, that that I I remember texting you guys like, "There's no way in hell that she's dead." Yeah. There's no and uh, you know Nat has popped back up in uh, Captain wish, Marvel, yeah, but in a different dark yeah. timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I oh, that yeah, that was a lot. Uh, for me, the the other two were uh, Batman, mm. just demolishing the Bat family. Oh, yeah. And Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Damn. Just guns a-blazing took them all out. You're just like, what the that fuck? That was pretty brutal. Uh, and That then, was really brutal, actually. That, that was one panel. Yeah. So dark. Oh, I love it. Because the Batman Who Laughs is probably one of the best issues that's... That, oh, man. Just and hands even, down. Even James Tinian, uh, who wrote it... Uh, it was also the artwork by uh, let's see, Riley Ross, Rossmo. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but uh, the artwork is amazing. But uh, again, you know James Tinian, we have come to really trust him with the with the bad stuff. But he even tweeted out on that Wednesday when it came out and said, "This is probably the most fucked up thing I've ever." Yes, heard. how cool <laughs> was that? So good. Just that point out, guys. Uh, and then my final just big shock was uh, from Spectacular Spider-Man from Chip Zardowski and oh, Michael Walsh yeah. where Spidey reveals his identity to J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah's, uh, and that was very recent, just yeah. a few issues ago. That was in uh, Spectacular and Spider-Man number six. after they tease six. it like three times yeah. and then shit keeps getting in the way and then he finally, all these years, J. Jonah Jameson yeah. gets and, to see this. You know, for the longest time, it, well, with that that series at least, it it was just about Peter and his sister? Question mark. Yeah, his and what's going on? Or uh, something. Now I'm loving the series. I think Chip Zardaski has been writing mm-hmm. Peter about as well as you would want, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the banter with him and, and uh, Johnny Storm. Uh, yeah, that's so much fun. Uh, but him actually. It, Revealing that he's Peter Parker to Jay Jonah was so. That was a big one. That was a big weight. Because like even in in uh, Amazing Spider-Man from Dan Slott, like they have Jay Jonah who's married to Aunt May. Yeah. And he still, I mean, Aunt May doesn't know who Spider-Man is, no. but like there's been so many opportunities for Peter to finally. Oh yeah. Like, you know, let's bury this hatchet. Here's who I am, and he finally did it, and it uh, it kind of floored me. Um, we did skip one of the categories when we were talking about uh, mm. best uh, best arc, best all that stuff. Uh, what was your favorite one shot of the year? Man, I had a hard time picking this. Like, um, I honestly didn't. Boy, um, as far as one shots go, like all the Marvel one shots basically got canned, right? Oh yeah. Um, the, the Silver Saber one was the one that stands Silver. out to me, but. Um, uh, I didn't know if Creature of the Night was going to be one shot, so I did pick that. It is going to be a series. There is going to be more than one. It's a miniseries, yeah. Uh, so I can't use Creature of the Night. So I, I, I had a hard time picking that one. So I, I went with... Um, I did like uh, the... the um, <clears throat> uh, Again, this was a miniseries, but I like the solo miniseries, but it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as one shots go, just one comic... I, I guess I'll have. I would go with Silver Saber. Probably that was one of my top favorites. It was super fun. I'm glad that they're bringing her back. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we get more Silver Sa- Silver Sable in the future. Uh, it, this one was a little hard for me too because uh, when I started typing up these like best of whatever uh, in my head, I was like, oh, the Grayson Wally 
uh, one shot. Where it's just them hanging out. It was a lot of fun. And And then I remembered Batman Elmer Fudd. Oh, shit, yeah. Hands down. Oh man, my I want to change favorite <laughs> one shot of the that year. That was a great. That's right. There was that and as a crossover as well. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It was um, so good. And in fact, the Wonder Woman Tasmanian Devil was a really good crossover. There's a lot, as of well them. as the Jonah Hex, um, uh, uh, Yosemite Sam one. There's also that was actually, Martian Manhunter. And, yeah, which uh, was, Marvin the Martian, which was okay, but but the Yosemite Sam one for me was uh, very very cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, Batman. Oh man, Batman and Alfred. Well done. Because they had two different stories in that one shot. One was the darker, uh, almost like creature of the night yeah, style, very film noiry. Um, well, it's all. Film but they noir. kept those. The, the speech pattern and everything for Fudd and all the characters. <laughs> the bar. That, and then in the second part, you have the duck season, bat season, in the you classic Looney Tune style. I am the night. Boom. <laughs> Robin season. Yes. Uh, so yeah, for that, for me, <coughs> at Batman, Elmer Fudd, hands down. Oh, what one. a great pick. What a great so, pick. I'm so sad I didn't think about that more. Uh, we've read a lot this year, so it's it's understandable. Um, so we're going to move forward uh, to... Uh, actually, let's start talking about the creative teams before, and then we'll come back to the, uh, to the actual issues. Um, a lot of great writers... We're going to just go to the creative teams here. Um, who <laughs> I'm pointing to where Paul needs to I've be got looking at this list. In front of me. Uh, who is your favorite writer of the year? Me? Uh, writer of the year, I have a tie. Okay. I so really good. love Kelly Thompson. So uh, good. But Tom King's Batman is amazing. It's so hard to pick between the two. Because uh, Tom King's very consistent with Batman, but yeah. Kelly Thompson does other characters. Yes. Uh, and I think... As a whole, Kelly Thompson writes great for the lot, where Tom King writes really good for Batman. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of have them uh, in the same mush, but those those are my top two. Uh, uh, yeah. For sure. And, and again, just because Kelly Thompson can write for other and do fine. Oh, yeah. Like, um... I, I read some of uh, her Gem and the Hologram. Oh, wasn't that neat? It was super fun. Uh, she, yeah, Kelly Thompson has been doing great. Uh, you know, uh, Kelly Thompson was in my... I had a little bit of a hard time deciding this one as well. I had a tie. There's a lot like of you. shit. Yeah. There's a lot of really good writers it's out there. It's hard to pick just one. Um, and Kelly Thompson uh, is one of my favorite writers right now, but uh, Ed Brisson. Oh, yeah. He was close, yeah. Because uh, not only with Iron Fist, but he took over uh, Old Man Logan. Yeah, which actually got exponentially better it's when he took so over. It's so good when he he brought in the, the maestro. Dude, and that was... Really good art. That was a runner-up for me. And now we're seeing uh, Silver Samurai yes. and Red Samurai, uh, who is his ex. Fucking the hand brought back his ex. So fucked up. That's a dick move. And hand Gorgon. Move. Like, it's... it's uh, We're seeing a lot of Gorgon this year, aren't we? A lot of Gorgon. Uh, and I... I'm also really liking the cable series that Ed Brisson is doing. Yeah! It's been a lot of the fun. The Child Through Time one? Or yeah. the, um, the Deadpool Kills Cable? No, no, the the just the straight up cable one okay. where traveling through time. Um, that one has just been so much fun for me. Uh, and then Tom King, yeah, because uh, like you <laughs> Batman. said, Batman, but also Mister Miracle. Yes, how great is that series? That series. I know I said he writes really well for Batman, but I, I actually love that that time. Yeah, Tom King's Mister Miracle is great, and I did not give it enough love in this. Yeah. I, I, it's it's in a couple of mine. Okay. Uh, but 
Uh, Tom King is, I mean, like in 2016 with uh, Vision and Sheriff and Omega Men, he just continued to be amazing yeah. this year and has really <clears throat> just been great for them. So I could not pick him. Right. But also, I love Ed Brisson's writing so I like much Ed right Brisson now. Ed Brisson, too. Um, and, you know, uh, this has been kind of a thing on the internet and with people reviewing where they do give a lot of love to the writers. But the artists oh, don't yeah. get a lot of love, um, and with this medium, it it, it needs to be both. Mm -hmm. uh, the artists are just as important. It's to called these. a creative team. They yeah. try to put them as a unit. Yeah, yeah, and even the colors and the and the pencils, the, the pen or the uh, letterers and everybody. Like it's it's not just two guys. Well, sometimes it is, mm -hmm. but. Uh, Best artist, I had another tie. Oh, really? Uh, well, who's your, your I'm artist? I'm with Russell uh, from The Mighty Thor, because oh. I love his covers. And he does work with the team, but there are times where he'll do all of it. So mm -hmm. I gave him props, because I love the cosmic vibes that Thor gives out. Definitely been doing Loves good. it. Uh, for me, it was, a, it was a tie, like I said. Um, Chris Boccolo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved that artwork in the Jason Aaron run of Doctor Strange. That was good. That's actually one of my covers. Uh, uh, I picked a... It's a runner-up, so I'm not blowing anything, but Doctor Strange number 20, when he's oh, eating yeah. all that shit on the cover. Yeah. That's uh, a great cover. That, that was actually in my second place, too. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ah! Uh, I had to pick another one for the best cover. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, Bacalo is also doing the art for Spider-Man Deadpool right now. Yeah. And... As I was reading it, I remembered like how excited that artwork actually gets me and how different it is from the house Marvel or the mm. house DC art that we see so much. Uh, and, you know, we, we hung out and, well, I don't know if hung out is the right word, but we talked with Chris Bacalo for, we for a while. We hung out with him for at least 20 minutes. Uh, and he nerded out with he us. He signed so. things, he did pictures with us, he's a good man. <laughs> uh, so he, it, that artwork is amazing, but uh, I, it was a tie for me, at, uh, ultimately, because Mitch Gerard, uh, with what he's doing with Mr. Miracle, and he also did the art for I Am Suicide, that Batman art. Yes! So basically, whatever Mitch Gerard and Tom King get together, know, just, it's magic just magic happen. It is magic. So good. Remember when he talked to us about that panel from Weirder Ways where he worked oh, in the teddy bear? Yes. Oh, with, uh, with Bacalo? <laughs> yeah. And, and Jason Aaron was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. He's like, well, it's in it's, there. It's in there. Deal with it. Sorry. And, that and was people loved panels. it. People loved it. So. And, and I remember Bacalo saying, if you ever meet Jason Aaron, make sure you tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, since we talked covers, uh, what, what ultimately was your favorite Man, cover? there were a lot of good ones. Like, mm -hmm. all the metal covers are pretty sweet. Oh, uh, there's a great War of Jokes and Riddles where he's putting the puzzle together. But oh, yeah. one of my favorite covers is a Batman one. It's uh, All-Star Batman number seven with Batman in the snow. And you just oh, see all this white man. snow and the black. And it's really fucking cool. So um uh, that that's what I have. Uh, I uh, yeah, and any of the metal covers and the I am suicides, but uh, I do have Doctor Strange uh, eating all that shit on Doctor Strange number twenty, uh, and the All Star Batman number seven with the snow background. I that thought was also also you made me think of another one. The Elmer Fudd cover with Batman. So good. Freaking cool. You see the shadow and Elmer in the shadow hunting in his classic duck cover pose. Crawling. And, and the shadow is like that classic Bruce Tim yes, animated series. It is. Oh, so good. I did love that. Is that really like the point? Yeah, no, it is. It really is. But uh, that was. What was your top cover? Uh, my favorite cover is from Jessica Jones, number 14. Oh, yeah. The yeah. start of The Return of Purple Man. God, you know uh, what? I didn't give that artist enough credit. David Mack, who's the cover artist for that one now this is the one where she's sitting in the chair with her yeah. hands in her face and then 
Oh my oh, god! Oh, it's going out. Yeah. First off, all the Jessica Jones covers with that watercolory, like hyper realistic vibe. It just it catches you, and you have to pick it up. Plus, the series is amazing. It's a, it's great. The creepy so baby good. towards the oh, right man, and that that can, issue is yeah. where Purple Man that takes is, control of, of the baby. Of the baby. Now that he's on, uh, and then Gugu, like oh, like. There is a lot, like I said, the the Doctor Strange uh, cover that you mentioned was <sighs> my second uh, favorite of the year, and Chris Bacala did that one. But it, that there's something about that Jessica Jones and their use of purples and just the all the weird watercolors so, and the hyper realistic art style. You know, and I'm I'm very I feel cold when I read it. those books. The colors oh. he used, they they it can make it very cold looking, and it feels cold. It's it's like, exactly what it needs yeah. to. It's so good, and I, I'm very interested to see what happens with Jessica Jones now because that is a Bendis title. It is. So we'll you know, see who gets handed that one because uh, they're they're not. Hopefully they don't cancel. I didn't see that on no, the list. No, no, they. I don't think it is. Uh, I know that his last issue that he's writing, uh, David Mack is doing a fully painted issue. Ooh, is what they what they said. You did send me that to me though. So I'm you. pretty excited about that. Um, so, let's go back down the list, uh, before we get into that, we're gonna, uh, kind of switch gears from, uh, comics to other mediums, ah. uh, what was the best TV show based on a comic for you this year? So, uh, obviously we all talked about Punisher, we, mm -hmm. we talked a lot about Punisher, um, uh, so I, I, for me, Punisher, I liked it better than Defenders, mm -hmm. but also... I love Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> like I am. As super... long as you don't say Arrow, I don't no, care. No, not just Arrow, because even I'll admit that's not my favorite right now. Especially what they're doing this year. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Let me like that show again. Um, <laughs> but Legends is definitely standing out uh, as far as consistent TV shows. Yeah. Netflix has the luxury of giving you like twelve one-hour episodes whenever the fuck they want. Yeah. Where the Legends are on a TV schedule. Right. They have to have a certain amount done by a certain time. Yep. <coughs> where Netflix can take their time and do whatever they want. They have contracts, obviously, but they have more time. Yeah. Uh, I thought Legends is really great this year. It's really fun. My, uh, In fact, one of my favorite episodes, they, this year they're all about fixing time anomalies. Um, there was a time bureau created that Rip runs, okay. and um, the Legends aren't supposed to be doing this, They're, but they're doing it anyway sure. to prove that they can still do their jobs. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, so they go to a Vikings area, with a young um, uh, second half of Firestorm, and uh, he drops his Furby toy, which is called a, um, a movie. Uh, and um, uh, Vikings get a hold of it and make it their god. Yes. It's a Furby-type toy, and then they they think they solved the case, so they call the Time Bureau, and they're like, oh yeah, good job. Happy movie day, by the way. And then they're like, didn't you mean to say Christmas? And she's like, what's Christmas? Oh, movie's the anomaly, isn't it? I had a feeling that was off. Your job's still not over. So, like, the way they do this... And then Callie Lotz tweeted, like, happy, happy uh, movie day. Oh, really? Photo kind of thing. Like, I, I, that, I don't know why. It's a candy buffet. Because they get to time travel and do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, yeah. But uh, as far as grounded Punisher for me... Yeah, I think We Punisher. did a whole episode about that. But yeah. uh, so many reasons um, uh, about that. I actually want to go find the tweet. Yeah, like Kelly, let's do it while you talk. What uh, was your favorite? Well, Punisher won for me. Okay, as well. I mean, I think hands down, Punisher was just everything I wanted it to be. Uh, when it comes to network TV, uh, Agents of Shield. 
Okay. Uh, How are you liking this year? I I'm I'm I actually like it quite a bit. Uh, the last episode that we watched, they showed uh, kind of how. Oh, it was Bibu, not Movie. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Bibu. Uh, it was the Furby knocker. But showing Fitz. Uh, oh yeah. How he gets through everything. Uh, Damn the life of Fitz there. Yeah, I I am loving the new agents, but you know, Punisher far and away crushes I, mean, I love defenders i thought it was great uh flash definitely picked up after its first episode back um you know walking dead is is walking dead yeah uh, i i still watch it it goes back and forth much like this the actual comic there's some parts of the show where you're just like all right can we get through this part already can we move on all right here we go uh but agents as far as network goes uh and then from tv to movies a lot of, lot of movies this year. Oh, God. What was your number one movie? Man, I dug Thor Ragnarok. I dug, dug that so much. Because, again, every Marvel movie has this thing to where, like, you're going to see a bunch of shit. But they also keep changing the face of their reality. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, spoilers for those who haven't watched it, but you and you have watched it. Yeah, obviously. yeah, I, I saw uh, But, you know, Asgard is gone. Yeah. At the end of this movie. Like, uh, so they, they keep upping the stakes with the Marvel movies by changing the landscape dramatically. Right. And that's why I continue to like their movies. Because oh, yeah. it's not just, oh, conflict's resolved. Conflict's resolved, but we're also completely changing everything. Right. Like, and, uh, you there know, is with, no Asgard. With Infinity All the Warriors are dead. Coming, you can rewrite everything. <coughs> oh, God, one. yeah. Uh, I was kind of bummed that the Warriors uh, 3 got offed so quickly. Yeah, that was a little... Um, uh, I'm glad the uh, Keeper of the Gate there stayed alive, though. He seemed to have made it out. But Scourge. Scourge! Scourge with the guns! Like, and that was almost a throwaway part. Like, yeah. I'm glad they gave him a little more to oh, do. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. Scourge is actually kind of a Thor, uh, a Thorn in Thor's side for quite a while in the early days. He was oh, the yeah. Enchantress's bodyguard, basically. He was the guy that actually liked Enchantress. Yeah. And the Enchantress like uh, Odinson. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, You know, he didn't need to be bewitched, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. But, um, uh, so I kind of like that Scourge got his day in the sun. I love Carl, the guy that, the actor that played it, Carl Urban. I think he's great. He was yeah. a great Judge Dredd. He was a great Scourge. Uh, he even got... Uh, you even see his machine guns in there for oh, a minute. Yeah. Oh, look at these girls. Huh? Like, uh, and he got redeemed at the end um, oh, yeah. by challenging Helena. Helena basically became Enchantress. Yeah. Um, they kind of swatched the two roles. But I think they brought in Helena because uh, if you're going to bring in the Infinity... Uh, yeah. you know, if, you're going to eventually have to introduce yeah. the character. Yeah. So And I liked her a lot in the movie. That movie I loved. I thought there were a lot of good parts in that movie. So... Uh, for me, it was Justice League. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not Justice League. Neither of us have even saw it yet. We're so... Uh, we're just... I don't know. Are we elitists or what? But I I've, still, I've seen the first 30 minutes of it. You tried to, anyway. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Logan. Oh, shit. Logan was good. Logan was... Uh, one, I think it was... I don't care. It was a very, good. very good send-off for Hugh Jackman as mm. the character. Uh, they introduced Laura Kinney, which makes me very excited. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, anytime that Patrick Stewart's on screen and makes me cry, is I a will winner. watch it. Yeah. I, I, love, I love Patrick Stewart, but it was. It was kind of that nice balance because Marvel, right now, they've been doing a lot of kind of funnier, more upbeat. Ragnarok is very kind of colorful of, and upbeat. Yes. And. and uh, and then DC is known for its overly dark. Just take this paint brush and paint everything dark as you fuck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Logan kind of got to the middle. It wasn't overly funny, but it wasn't overly dark. It was yeah. just a grounded 
good story. It was story. really grounded, actually. It was a very, very good story. And, uh, you know, I I thought it was it was great. Um, there was a couple, you know, things that we had said about it where, you know, probably 20 minutes or so could have been cut out. But, Absolutely. I, you know, the movie itself was so much fun. And I, I hope that we see more of Laura Kinney in the future because of that. Yeah. And I, I just want them to set a timeline I like. Like, it's like, I, I kind of compare, like, Runaways with The Gifted. Like, the oh. Runaways are trying to follow, because people are saying, like, oh, man, I love The Gifted more than The Runaways, because The Runaways haven't ran away yet, or something. Yeah. But I actually really like the character building they're doing in The Runaways, where The Gifted, I, I think it's apples and oranges. Right. The Gifted is just this weird fucking, hey, let's put in Warpath. No, no, make him Thunderbird and the Stepford Cuckoos. Let's put them all together yeah, in a big pot and stir it. And um, people are liking it, but uh, like you can't compare the two because no. one's trying to follow con- a continuity line. The other one's just like, fuck it, take all these eggs from different baskets and mix them all up yep. and see what we... Let's put in the Strucker kids, but they're not fuck evil. It. Like, fuck uh, it. Yeah, that and they're not sense. as creepy and sexual as they normally are. But um, I am really liking Runaway. I, I'm I, enjoying I, it, I didn't actually. even think about it. I still watch The Gifted, like, but I just I, need I don't believe in the comparison that some people are making because they're like, oh, you've got two Marvel TV shows now or, or comic-based TV shows. But it's like one is totally off the rails right. like, and they can do whatever the fuck they want because of that. Right. Like, how are the Stepford Cuckoos in this universe? Oh, that's amazing. Like, the very last episode they show up and they, they wreck shop. Holy shit. Oh, I'd imagine. They're yeah. fucking powerful. Yeah. Uh, it's dark. Yeah, I forgot about Runaways. It's been really good. And it took me two episodes to realize, because I don't know much about the Runaways. Yeah, they're kind of new to me, too. So. Um, but I know Wilder yeah. from Power Man and Iron Fist. Right? And I'm like, wait a minute! Wait! So I had to do some research on okay. the Runaways and figure out how we got from A to B. And mm. his his character, I, I really enjoy the Runaways. I need to go back and read the original yeah. series. Because it's it's Ryan K. Bagan, yeah. So it's who not... also writes Saga. Exactly. The it's... man can write. The man's good at this. Um, uh. All right. So uh, now that we've talked movies and TV, let's get back to uh, our best of series uh, for the for the year. For We're the winding year, down. Series, the winding down. So best best series for Marvel for this year. Uh, for me, uh, I I'm going with Mighty Thor. It is James' time, uh, and that's that's I'm sticking with that. I love Thor. Every 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 poll, I look forward to Thor. Yep, uh, that's it's and that's kind of how I base it off of what do I look forward to from each publisher every. That's and it's always Mighty Thor for me. Yeah, that was that was uh that was kind of how I looked at this. Uh, my best series for Marvel is Hawkeye. Hawkeye was great. Uh, it was a really good series. You know, we've we've talked about it a lot. I've tweeted about it a lot. Yes. Hawkeye is just a fun series. I really hope that Kate comes back at some point in in you can't just, You have to do something with that. It's character. just been such a fun character, and uh, yeah. So and ever since Young Avengers, she has a lot of history. Yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, Hawkeye takes the top prize from Marvel this year for me. Uh, And then moving to uh, the best series for DC. Best, um, uh, it was, I'm really enjoying Mr. Miracle, but I am going with Batman. Batman? Uh, Detective Comics, more importantly. Oh, yeah, that's that's, such a good one. Uh, I I did pick Mr. Miracle. Okay. Um, it's, It's one of those story arcs, or just series that you read... And you know that this is going to be something that is kind of always looked back on. 
uh, like Man Without Fear yes. or uh, Killing Joke. I definitely any, agree. Any of these bigger Kirby titles, kind of titles you know, too. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, all the all these really iconic titles, and I feel like Mister Miracle, who for the most part is a generally unknown character. Uh, yeah. And Tom King and Mitch Rod have just brought him God. and Big Barda and his universe, like Orion coming in, Lightmaster coming, in, all that shit. Oh man! And, and like they don't shy away from going to real human problems. It starts with him, pretty much alluding to the fact that he tried, he to, tried kill to kill himself and shit and look, make it look like a trick because he survived. Yeah, he and, beat death. And, you know, it's a big question mark of what's going on with Darkseid and who's a, an agent of Darkseid. Is oh. the anti-life equation oh solved? Oh, my God. And so much. Fucking granny goodness is oh my God. removed. Is, that was quite a visual. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Batman was also a, a very big series for me. And uh, Flash. Mm, uh, Flash, where, too, yeah. Also, uh, Hal Jordan and Green Lantern. Uh, I love them. I, I thought that was a fun series. But... Uh, for, for when it comes to who's number one with DC, Mr. Yeah. Miracle all day for me. And then my series of the year is a DC mag, I will tell you that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and we'll, we'll do series of the year next uh, after this one. Indie. Uh, best indie series. For me, Black Hammer. I loved Black Hammer. He got me into it, and I had to catch up, but I absolutely lo- fell in love with it. So like, good. I absolutely fell in love with it. So, I have it. Even their back series, uh, the, the they're doing a spinoff with... Um, uh, Sherlock Frankenstein. Um, he has two ups, two issues out. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So I yeah, just pulled it up. So I mean, and Black Hammer, uh, an amazing title. It's uh, also uh, an artist and well, you, well it's, it's a creative thing we haven't Lemire, talked. Man. Jeff Lemire is an <laughs> iconic. We have not writer. given a lot of props to. You know, yeah, and he he's kind of done some stuff here and there. A lot of indies this year for Jeff Lemire, but he has popped into a couple. Of Who the, did the dregs? Uh, I didn't mention that at all, but I did. Oh, you know what? I, it I just, did have that. It slipped my mind. Yeah. yeah, the Dregs is also another great one. But yeah, Black Hammer was great. Black Hammer really killed it for me, and I, I just was fascinated with it. They're all mocks of actual mainstream characters, like Black Hammer has a hammer, a cosmic hammer. Zafram can turn. He's, she's a Shazam clone, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they're they all. Um, you have a, a Mars warrior, like, essentially Martian man. Yes, yeah, like, you got a, a witch. A, yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Hammer. Robot. Is, and like, it's so different from most superheroes. Because it's that like Golden Age uh, type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, oh man, I, I don't know why, but it works on so many levels for me. Uh, I just enjoy it. I just do. Uh, for me, I had a tie when it came to Indies. Yes. Uh, the first one coming from Aftershock, which oh. we talked a lot about. Uh, no, no. You know what? I didn't like the second I didn't series like much, as much as I but liked, I liked the first it. series. It was still fun, but for me, when it comes to the indies, there are two that just blew everything out of the water. Um, I was thinking, you know, Unholy Grail. Yeah. Um, their uh, God Complex has been really great uh, recently, but uh, Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth. Baby I knew Teeth. It. From Aftershock. I've been pointing uh, at my teeth this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew you were... Uh, Don, I really, yeah. Donnie Cates is the uh, author, and then uh, Gary Brown does the art, and it's it's so dark and just so creepy, and the way that, that it's so matter of fact. telling the story... It's very matter-of-fact. It's, it's been amazing. Uh, I've loved it. And it, it, it there was a tie for me. It, 
like I couldn't choose between these two. The other one is from Image, and it's Redlands. Oh yeah, I'm loving Redlands. Wow, we haven't talked because, much about Redlands at all. Uh, and Redlands is written by Jordi uh, Belair, and the art is Vanessa Del Rey. Uh, usually, because Redlands is about witches. And usually once you go into that kind of like supernatural area, it can get real just bonkers crazy real quick. They ground this into reality so much with Redlands. Like this coven of witches is part of the police department and the town just accepts them for who they are. Yeah, they know. It's not like American Horror Story where they're all secret. Yeah. You know, this is well known. And it's it's a backwoods of Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's all super Perfect grounded. setting for supernatural shit. Right? right? Oh, perfect. Everybody thinks Florida, Disneyland. No, no. There's no, no. A- <laughs> no, Florida's a shit place. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Some nice people come from Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know, whatever city you live in, that place is fucking awesome. But the rest of Florida yeah, is terrible. Yeah, the rest of Swamplands, the uh, Trump supporty kind of thing. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, for me... Those two have just been amazing titles. I'm excited to see where they go next uh, and on from there. Uh, but we have come to our series of the year. Oh, man. Your top pick for all all publishers. All publishers. And I know uh, I've talked about the series before, but I, I'm in love with the Aquaman series. So good. I have been really into that this year uh, from start to finish. And it's still going on. That story arc is still going on. Oh, yeah. Like, But they have a way of keeping it interesting and fresh. Yep. Uh, and bringing in a lot of Justice League members, and but not making it about them either. Right. Like, um, Arthur could easily try and call in Superman to help out right now, but he's not, because he, this is his problem. He wants to deal with it. Right. Uh, I also like the dynamic that we're kind of back to um, air breathers, air land walkers versus water walkers kind right. of thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, everything about that series I enjoy. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and it's been just very consistent all year. Yeah, uh, there was like one issue I didn't care for too much, like the the, the dark, dark water. water yeah, stuff, of course, yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah, I which mentioned before. But I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. But almost every single issue uh, has been great. Also, they gave Mare quite a big voice in this one. Thankfully, before she has not had such a strong presence in right. the DC universe, and I love that she has a. Very strong presence in this series. She absolutely should. And she she is like a Wonder Woman type character in this, where people are like generally afraid of her. (laughs) Like she is a badass. And like, and she knows magic. Her water telekinesis shit is awesome. That's the one thing I've really been happy with DC because they're they're focusing on these relationships, like with Arthur and Mira or Ollie and Dinah. Oh yeah, we didn't even and, mention them as well. They're, they're like very. It, it's not just a oh here's a relationship too like. Aquaman can't function right without Mira. Yeah. And Ollie doesn't function well without Mira. Yeah, Dan. Which so. we didn't actually talk a lot about in our best set, but we, we all have... We talked about uh, Arrow quite a bit on this podcast. I, I could probably say that Heath would have picked Arrow. Arrow's Green best, Arrow yeah. is best... If not best series, uh, definitely best for DC. Yeah. Uh, Heath loved that series and wouldn't... I thought it was great. And it's still going on with the whole burnt and stuff. It's so good. Uh, this... Yeah, this category was pretty hard for me because there's been so many great titles I mean uh, Hawkeye like we've said mm-hmm. um, the Batgirl title's been a lot of fun Nightwing's been a lot of fun Beetle uh, you shut your <laughs> fucking face <laughs> I'm sorry uh, but ultimately I picked uh, Cyborg so- <laughs> I, did, I, I set that up I was like come on say Cyborg say Cyborg <laughs> ultimately I picked Cyborg uh, it tied with America uh, <laughs> no uh, I, oh, I, I gotta I, I 
I knew we bagged it. Was, on it. it was, People do work hard on these books, no, but no, I just absolutely. I did not enjoy much of Cyborg or no. Blue Beetle this year, and I'm I don't know if Cyborg's gonna cancel it. I know Blue Beetle got got yeah, the axe, I but can't. Uh, but for me, I, ultimately, it was not a hard choice. Uh, my favorite series was is Mr. Miracle. Okay. Uh, I think that that wins top honors for me for this year. Um, there's just been so many great titles. It, it did take me a while, but ultimately, it was a I was tough just one. Like, like I sat at work thinking about these for a little while in between yeah. appointments. I was like, shit, because I tried to like just bang it out in one sitting. I was like, I can't. I need to take time away from this. I need to go back and review things. Oh, I was going through comics. I was just oh, like, yeah. all right, so who did this? Oh, that's yeah. right. There was this. Oh, fuck. Like, as I was going through stuff, that's when I remembered, oh, that's right. Elmer Fudd and Batman were right. a thing. Oh, man. There's been so much that's happened this that year. That would be a great poster. Oh, my God. I want it. I want it on my wall right now. I would do that, too. People would be like, the fuck is that? It's like, dude, it's Elmer Fudd and Batman. You don't know about that? <laughs> um, Mom now, and Dad. We've got... <laughs> I think just two more. Yes. Oh, three more. Three more? So overall, we'll start with this. Uh, your publisher of the year. Who oh, do you think had the best I, year as far as publishers? I, I definitely think DC had a very strong year. Very I strong think, year. I think we're we're in agreement there. Uh, their their mini events that they did were stronger uh, for and, the most part. And they have just played less cancellations. Yeah. Like um, uh, Marvel is dropping titles of the year. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, of course, you got the list. DC did not drop a lot of titles. And Marvel, some of the titles didn't make sense that they were dropping. Like, Black Widow got dropped. Well, she's dead. Well, yeah. But even before (laughs) she died. She could have done it more. Even before And that series was great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, Bullseye should have been a series. Like, fuck, that was a great miniseries. Oh, so fun. Like, I would read a comic based on him weekly. Oh, that's right, with the Running with the Devil stuff. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was a great miniseries, man. Uh, Yeah, I picked DC as well. Like... The whole Rebirth line, as a whole, I mean, there's been some weak titles. Like, I kind of f- gave up on Wonder Woman. Right, right. I uh, gave up on Beatles. I am still reading Wonder Woman. I want you to know. It has gotten a little bit better. Yeah. She has a brother now who was cast away because he was born a boy, and uh, his mom sent him to go live and be alive somewhere. Uh, this... Zeus knew about him and hit him. Uh, and uh, uh, Apocalypse is... Uh, so he, sa- he gets corrupted by Apocalypse's daughter... Mm-hmm. Uh, whose name I can't remember, and uh, they set a trap for Wonder Woman, and then uh, teenage Darkseid comes out to because she's winning the fight to to square up because the whole point is to get drain Wonder Woman's power, and then oh, Zeus okay. shows up at the end challenging Teen Darkseid. So the next issue because he's not a baby anymore, he's a teen, oh, okay. but he's still a god. He's still Darkseid. He just uh, got reverted. So that's weird. Anyway. Uh, enough of that. I'm still reading Wonder Woman is the point. <laughs> I, I enjoy her in, in some of the, that first arc. I just, it lost me. Well, that, I think I gave up on more Marvel titles than I did DC. And that's Absolutely. kind of what won that battle. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely uh, begrudgingly read Blue Beetle and Cyborg, even though I will count them as a, a give up. But I still found myself reading more DC than Marvel. Absolutely. And like, that's what tipped even, And, you know, uh, DC had some... Uh, Aside from just the rebirth, they had some missteps, like with Dead Man. I oh was, God! I yeah. was hoping for a lot more, but then Etrigan has been amazing. Etrigan's great. The the, the demon uh, and they turned in Ragman too. I thought that it's was so fun. good. Ragman's been great. Yeah. Um, so you know they've there's been some missteps and some some successes on both. I think uh, Marvel tell, having Chip Zardowski do a new Spider-Man title separate from Dan Slots. So yeah. A lot more comedic driven. It's a great idea. I like that one. Uh, wow, yeah. That's spectacular, right? Uh, or, yeah. Is that Peter? Peter Parker, yeah. the spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. 
Uh, so <laughs> just I, make them longer. Uh, yeah, make those titles uh, longer. But you know, Civil War Two is is really what made me pick DC because Civil War Two just made me not want to read Marvel. But then for a while. the the event before Civil War Two, like it just kept going. Like yeah. uh, you can just that rock rolls downhill quickly. Yeah, it took a lot to get to uh, Secret Empire. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, all the events before that, big events, I just did not care about. Yeah. Like, uh, they had Vision. You know, there's some great miniseries that came in the middle of those that oh, were yeah. tied to those big events. But, um, you and, know, it started with Axes, and it didn't get much better. Yeah. Until. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, DC's rebirth compared to New 52, night and day. Yeah. Like, the amount of... Uh, series that I really, really love from New 52 is the amount of series that I dropped during, right. during Rebirth. Right? Like, uh, it's, and that's a good thing. Um, because I didn't read a whole lot. I think I, I really enjoyed, like, maybe four or five of the New 52. Dang, that was not a lot. No. Um, so yeah, I, and uh, also, Aftershock, I think, did. Aftershock had a great year. So good. Uh, Image always does pretty well, especially with titles like Saga on their yeah. lineup. Um, and you know, they, they, I think they're also doing imaginary fiends. Yep. Um, which, uh, or is that Vertigo? That might be Vertigo. That, and which I really, I, I've read the first two and those are holy uh, shit. So dark and, and creepy, but Aftershock cool. has baby teeth on it right now. I know. And it's just like, all right. Um. And Unholy Grail. I'm, I'm really enjoying Unholy Grail. Unholy Grail is super fun. And dark and twisted. Yes. I love what it. What a great, I love retellings. Like, oh yeah. Um. Let's make Merlin a demon. So let's uh, let's look forward to next year, uh, since we have given our top prizes for for 2017. Uh, well, before actually we we look forward to next year. What are the top five books, any publishers that uh, from this year that you think everybody needs to have on their bookshelf? From this right year, now? I definitely put down the Dregs. Okay. Uh, I put down the most recent three volumes of Saga, mm-hmm. and uh, the most recent volumes of Black Hammer. Um, uh, as far as the other two, uh, well, I think there's just one more. Um, as far as like, oh man, they're they're like that Elmer Fudd one. I definitely believe should be a part of people's collection oh, because absolutely. it shows how well they can make those worlds work. Yeah. Like, in fact, I would say put all of the Looney Tunes in one graphic novel. Oh, I hope they do that. Like, uh, and I think that should be... I, I don't know why I think it shows diversity, but uh, definitely. I, I definitely... Those are my five. Um, I, I, I kind of wrote in a Batman uh, crime syndicate as well because I think that was a very unique take about the victims. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you never really think of hats. Yeah. So um, I did not put Monster Man in here. But, uh, <laughs> a little, uh, but yeah. I did put Crime Syndicate as well as a runner up there. Um, for me, uh, my top five are Mr. Miracle. I think oh, shit. everybody Again, needs to put on, on uh, Iron Fist, especially that first arc. Yeah, that was uh, a really good. The arc. Seven Masters. It's just it's really great. Uh, obviously, Baby Teeth. Yes, I think everybody needs to be reading Jessica Jones. You know what? That's a good. That's a good point, and I kind of ignored it, but I I do like. I really, especially like, the way they make it grounded, like you. Mm-hmm. Like, they throw in Miss Marvel, they throw in all kinds of shit. You know, uh, um, she has this stuff going on with, with Luke and the baby, and then fucking Maria Hill comes in, yeah. and like, it's, it's just all Because they, they tie in every major arc with that one. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Secret Empire with the suitcase, yep. the lady that got framed, basically, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, was actually part of this other undercover organization with the suitcase, and right. then 
Of course, you get the other, um, the Axis. Uh, I don't think Axis actually had a, a, Jones wasn't around when Axis happened. No. But every major arc had a meaningful, even the shitty arcs, like right. uh, Secret Empire and Civil War Two. they still brought them into Jones. And right. Jones made it better. Like, oh, that absolutely. That magazine definitely made those arcs better. Especially with Maria Hill on the run. That was a really fun one. Yeah, that was super. And they brought in Spot. Yeah! The fucking Spot! Spot! Uh, I wanted to see her grab that hand and break it, though. Right, that would have been great. Because every time I would come out to punch her, I was waiting for her to just grab it and just crunch. Yeah. Because Spot's not that great, but he does yeah. have the element of surprise right. all the time. Obviously, right? yeah. Um, and just the the psychological part of Purple Man in the current arc oh. has just been amazing. Just that uh, lurking presence of what is he going to show up. Yeah. And uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. I think everybody needs to have Hawkeye. There's a couple... I had Mockingbird on there, too, by Mockingbird, the way. Mockingbird, um... I, I think don't that know. Was, I think that was 2016. I, I did, too. And, uh... I, which is very... still great. Yeah. Uh, but also, um... You know, some of the titles that I didn't even think of when we were talking, like... Unworthy Thor, obviously. Yeah. I, I almost put, um... The Better Than Batman arc. Ooh! Nightwing. Yeah! Which was an incredible arc. That was a really good arc. You Boy. got introduced to Raptor. Yes! And he was almost gonna be my, my villain, villain of the year. But they kind of pussified him up the way. They, yeah. they kind of fucked it up a The last bit. arc, they didn't really use him that great. No. Um, so... We've, we've got a lot of big things coming. Uh, Doomsday Clock, oh, uh, second issue, just came out when we recorded this. I have not read it yet. I haven't uh, read it either. Uh, it's, okay. I, it's something that I need to sit down and read. Uh, yeah, but, I don't want to read that one at work. I'm no, 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 no. I need to focus on that one. Uh, but Grand Designs, X-Men Grand yeah, Designs. X-Men Grand Design. I was texting you about that over the week. I, uh, I need to finish it. but It's, it's a big one, but it's really and fun. It, and it's got that classic... Like Kirby-style kind of vibe. It looks like it's on like newspaper. It does! Like it looks old... like it's recycled paper and shit. Oh, like I it's love it. It's great. really fun. Um, and, you know, we're going to have some of these on Each page scenes. is basically like a graphic novel of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Like, the way they wrote it. Yeah. Like, you definitely need some Which, time. If if uh, you are a fan of any of the X-Men... You you get it, but, like, you know, it's, it Well, it's that continuity fun. is so confusing. It is, and they and they're just bringing it all... Yeah. yeah, they're bringing it all into one focus Especially, story. like, Cyclops and his dad becoming a star jammer and freeing children. Well, him like, and Jean Grey have, what, a billion kids? Yes. They're the worst parents in any comic they universe actually, ever? They actually haven't really covered hope yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um... Uh, yeah, there's and obviously metal is not done. No, no metal. Uh, it's going to be going for a while, so there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, but one of the questions that I had asked you was, uh, what are the top three characters that you want to have their own series? Okay, so my top one was definitely Bullseye. Good, because uh, yeah, I good loved one. his mini series, and it ends with him just being a dick. Yeah. Like, he gets a little justice, but, mm -hmm. you know, he's still a bad guy. Absolutely. Like, they, they don't try to redeem him in this series, which is my worry. Yeah. Is you're going to make a series about a villain and try and redeem them. Right. Um, uh, I would like to see some older characters come back. Like, I would like to see a Wrecking Crew series. Ooh. Like, but do it in the style of uh, Spectacular Foes of... Uh, uh, superior foes of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider yeah. Because um, you don't see a lot... Like, they're just kind of punching bags right now. Yeah. Uh, you see a, a bit of uh, Thunderball and uh, which T'Challa and Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Um, You see Power... Power... Pile Driver shows up every now and then and Bull's older. And Wrecker is just kind of not very serious or shown a lot at all. Yeah. Like, he's part of the Doom Revenge Squad, but... 
I don't know. I think there's a lot of fun you can have with uh, a bunch of villains that have been around forever since the birth of the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. And let's learn more about them. Stiltman! Uh, yeah, fucking give me a Stiltman series. No, but I, I love, like, D-Squad, D-Squad villains. Like, I don't know why. Even though the record is kind of on the level with Thor for a little bit. That's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so Bullseye, um, the, I would like to see a Wrecking Crew series, mm-hmm. uh, or at least a mini-series. Sure. Just shed some light on those guys. Um, and at the same time, I would like to definitely see, um, uh, boy, how do I say this? I, I kind of like the cosmic side that got forgotten about. Oh, okay. Like, you get a lot of the inhuman shit, but I would like to see a run in the Accuser or Ooh. something like a little more cosmic-y show up in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Of course, like, my goal would be to be, like, uh, I really like what they're doing with the new Fantastic Four series, and I think it might get there. With uh, Ben Grimm and the Human Torch and yeah. possibly Doom, scouring the universe and shit like that. You still don't know what's going on with Reed. Nope. But still, Franklin well, and uh, that issue really finally covered some shit though. Oh really? Like it talked about like uh, last week's issue um, with uh, Human Torch and and uh, Thing. Oh okay. They actually covered that. Okay, they are dead. They're not time displaced or anything. They're dead. Dead. They're dead. Dead. Even though Ben thinks they're alive somewhere out there, but Doom definitely thinks they're dead. Dead. But they because cover that. Because Franklin and the daughter—I always forget her name. Uh, uh was uh, the kids Benjamin and um, ah, fuck, what's the the girl's name? Rachel or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so all four of them are gone. So uh, Reed, Sue, and the two kids are well. They showed presumed uh, dead. Franklin and his sister, Franklin Reed. I forget. I always forget the girl's name. But they showed them like riding their cycles. In space somewhere. Yeah. In Infamous. In Infamous, so, but again... Oh, do they actually, like... They kind of cover it a little bit. Doom thinks they're dead. But, okay. Um, uh, we, we, we still... That was, like, one of the biggest mysteries, too, is that this uh, rebirth happened without those four. Right. After... after um, well, they keep was putting that? out shitty movie after shitty movie, yeah. and people aren't going to run to go pick up... But that was also before. one of Marvel's better... Uh, the World oh, yeah. series. Oh, was, absolutely. Uh, much more fun with the secret... What was that Secret Wars two? Uh, Civil War two? No, no, Secret Wars two, where where you had all the weird. That was two thousand sixteen, I believe. Oh, um, yeah, Secret Wars. Where you had all the um, a different. Realms. I keep getting Secret Empire and Secret Wars. It's hard, right? Because they use that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like crisis with with uh, DC. They just seriously they just throw out everything. Crisis in in um, Amanda Waller's fridge. And it's her fridge is a gateway the to The baloney and the cheese are going to hit! <laughs> it's a crisis. Does a man won't Get Booster Gold. Seriously, throw him in there with Skeet. Uh, uh, for me... That would be a fun series too, huh? Right. Booster oh, Gold? Booster Gold like would be a solo? great. That'd be super fun. I kind of went all Marvel with mine, but um, uh, I'm not sure why I did that. Uh, I have... Well, Maybe it's because I'm, I feel like I'm lacking some Marvel. Uh, like, I want to see more from Marvel, because I feel like I'm satisfied with the content DC is giving me. I definitely want to see some more Marvel. Uh, there are some characters from DC that are missing, but my three that I really hope to see get their own title uh, is Gabby. Oh, Gabby. I want to see, see a Honey Badger title. That would be fun. Six issues, I don't care. Yeah. Or even just, like, uh, the adventures of Gabby and yeah. Jonathan. Gabby and Jonathan. Have them go solve crimes G-J. together. It would be fun. Uh, Kite Man. Oh, a Kite I Man want a series. Kite Man series. Like, what makes him drive? Like, after now that we know his history, like, what makes him do this? Yeah, I don't. Why yeah. continue? Why I, even bother? <laughs> and yeah, I I really <coughs> it's fucking Kite Man. I love Kite Man. Uh, and 
Uh, I think the one that I really, really want to see the most of, because I think it'd be super interesting and a very different story to tell, is Orphan. Oh, really? I think Orphan... I thought you would go Fate for sure. You know, uh... Because we always talk about a lack of a Fate. Uh, yeah, fate because I was, it, as I was thinking of those three, I was like, well, there's Fate and Billy. Yeah, obviously, I want to see Billy back. Or Shazam. Yeah, yeah, Shazam. Like, Let's see some Captain Marvel. And they just brought in Black Adam... Uh, right out of nowhere. So yeah, that was kind of weird in metal, huh? Maybe we get a little Billy Batson at some point. That felt out of place to me because it it's did. like, how can you have Black Adam but still no, no Shazam? Yeah, so I mean, it's a little weird to me, but uh, I, I, you know, we just said several times. Me. I was like, what? All right. Yeah, we said several times, you know, Doctor Fate, Adam, uh, or not Adam, um, Shazam. Uh, there's some you know Marvel characters that are missing from the universe and stuff like that, but for me, I think Orphan would probably make that would be just, a fun one. Just a really fun title. Like she's uh, solo, like no Batman. Yeah, I think I, I think that they can do something within Detective where she goes mm-hmm. off to try and find herself a little bit more because, you know, uh, she's closest to Clayface and Clayface is kind of yeah, deteriorating yeah, with, with the victim syndicate. Um, so, you know, I, I think that they could let Orphan kind of go do her own thing um, and her be less annoying about it than Spoiler was. <laughs> okay, yeah, Spoiler just kind of became a shitty kid. I, yeah, you know? I did not. I, I, I uh, just don't care about Once her. Tim died, quote unquote. Uh, and she left the team and all Spoiler that. just kind of got on my nerves. Uh, but yeah, I think those would be... be uh, that man likes his ladies, huh? He does. <laughs> he does. Kate and, and Orphan and Spoiler. And spoiler. Uh, so, yeah, those are my three. Nice. That's a good list. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there there's so many books that we didn't talk about today, uh, so many amazing artists and writers that we didn't even get to. That, I mean, there's some books that we just didn't read yeah. and didn't even show up on our radar. No. Um, but this, by and large, has been an amazing year to be a comic book fan. Yeah, yeah it just keeps getting better. Yeah. Uh, so, here's hoping that uh, 2018 is just as good. Yeah, and, oh, uh, on something. You know, uh, n- and next time you hear us, we will uh, hopefully have one of our hosts back. Oh man, I'm so excited. Yes, very excited. Uh, Heath has been saying he may be coming back soon. So, uh, fingers crossed. And like we said last time, uh, we'll be doing our movies here soon. Uh, we're going to be gearing up for Comic-Con. Yes. Uh, there's so much stuff. And, oh god. So many amazing people are coming to con. Dude, Tinian, I wonder why Snyder, Capullo. Yes, and all, all the celebrity announcements. Like, yeah, De- B- Batista was the first one. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's... And they still haven't even like shot all their guns off. No, no, it's still early. So. Uh, they just opened up the the tickets. So, and there's another weird con happening at Gila River Casino, oh. but they have a lot of celebrities coming. They have, like, oh, Tom is it, Holland and... Oh, uh, is it Ace Con? Yeah, Ace Con. Like, yeah, yeah. It's That's super expensive. expensive as hell. Super expensive. Like, F that noise. Yeah. Like, I don't care who's coming. I'm not paying 300 bucks to... If I'm... If not I'm, even get into a panel. If I'm spending that much money on a con, I'm going to San Diego. Right? Like, at least you have cool vendors there. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the same 10. And those people are going to go anyways, and you're not getting charged for those people. Yes. It's... Because that's why those prices are so high is because it's a newer con and these are big names. So they, they have, have a lot to of big names them yeah. to come out. Where San Diego is just like, we have more money than yeah. we know to do with. And the industry goes to them. Like, yeah. they, they gleefully go. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's events where, on events at con. That is a promotional tour for yeah. them. So, 
Um, and you know, hopefully this year we'll do an episode from San Diego. That'd be so I'm, much I'm, fun. I'm I'm working on it. Um, but any any final thoughts from you, Polly? Uh, no, just um, uh, be open. Uh, don't uh, don't shit on things until you read them. Yes. Uh, obviously, we try and keep an open mind here, but uh, we do encourage feedback. Yeah. Um, so please tweet at us, uh, message us, whatever. Uh, let comment. us know what you thought of this year's comics. Uh, yeah. Do you agree with our list? Do you think you can do better? Huh? Huh? No. Yeah. No, it's not a dick contest. <laughs> it's, it's not a peeing contest. It's a... Because mine's small. Because uh, <laughs> I will lose. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, uh, we know that a lot of people that listen to this content, uh, podcast probably read the same things that we read. Right. So uh, please let us know, especially if we missed anything. Because, like you said, there's so much shit that happened yeah. this year. Yeah, there's so many comments. It's hard to keep and, up with all that. We, we only have so much time in our days yeah. and so much money in our accounts. Seriously, like if, if so. the top two produce, you know, 15 comics each, uh, that's 30 comics you have to go through in a week. Yeah. And then move on to the next batch. Yeah. It's it's a lot to go through. I, I, I can't drop $120 nope. week after week. Oh, but man. if there's a comic that we did not mention, or you haven't heard us mention this year, uh, that you think we should be reading, please do. And let us know what your favorite comic of the year, and show some love to your favorite artists and writers. Please. Sure. Uh, Add them on Twitter. Give them hearts on Facebook. Can you do that now? <laughs> you can do that now. Yeah, yeah. Hearts? I think so. Yeah, love. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, until until we uh, talk to you guys next week, I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. Thanks for listening. Go read a comic. Read a book.